We chillin' in the PDX, roll up the blunt, who we having on next? Chris with the comedy, Charlie with the facts. We spittin' game, feelin' like some Max. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing, everything and then O-T-H-I-N-G. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing, everything and then O-T-H-I-N-G. I wanted you guys here today to talk about one of my favorite heroes in America. Here we come. But what happened as I was getting the story ready was I realized I, I would stop every few minutes while I was practicing to describe the conditions of slavery. And so what I've decided is to split them up into two halves so we get the really cool, fun, sad part about all the context of slavery. But then we get the nice kind of sweet at the end of like here is one of the most incredible, at least in my opinion, one of the most incredible people in history and, and the things she did in spite of all this. I will still totally stop and tangentialize when we're talking about Harriet, but I wanted to get through uh, some of the, the, the horrors of slavery. Uh, the, I have history of U.S. slavery as the top of the notes. Just U.S. Sla slavery. Yes. Yeah. We're because, not going to go into the uh, transcontinental yeah. slave trade. Well, no, because at some point I do actually want to do an episode doing the full history. And I've even, uh, we recently did an episode with uh, Courtney Collins, a.k.a. Same. DJ Wildchild, talking about the influences of white supremacy on the history of archaeology. And to do that, we had to discuss some of the conditions of the, the, the roots of slavery in America, which are one of the more, one of the things that I, I discovered through that is that in the north, in, in European countries, there is a slavery system of Christians enslaving Muslims, Muslims enslaving Christians. However, once you kind of get Muslims off the continent, then you're like, well, who do we enslave now? Uh-oh. <laughs> and so you have, like, like, I didn't realize it was, it was, it was, the, the system we get in America is because of a system that they create because of shit they do in Europe in addition to the African slavery yeah, that goes on. Yeah, nothing we do is original. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. I just didn't understand... <laughs> For, for me, at least, I didn't realize how, how deep these roots for American slavery were, like how, how much of a straight line there really is from Roman-era slavery to the United States. Oh, wow. But we're not going to do all that because that is a long episode, and I would actually like to do it with a black person, right? Like I, I would rather have a black person <laughs> who is an expert. Pat? I don't. I don't. <laughs> what is this I would rather have an expert on it come on to, be an ex to discuss it. I do think it's important to have three of my white friends come on to discuss the history of U.S. slavery as citizens of the United States because totally. it's it's we benefit from it in a, in a lot of real ways. This is loosely based on a conversation I had with my kid when they turned 16 because they were like, Juneteenth, whatever, and I was like, all right, honey, well, now Dad has to be obnoxious, sorry, <laughs> and hated me ever since. I didn't know what Juneteenth was. No, that's I, was like, that I have a history though. degree, and like that fact didn't sit I in didn't, here. I didn't even know what. I didn't know the full context of it. She, my kid, was just fine with. Like they had, they they were like, "Hey, look at this joke. Isn't it funny?" I'm like, "No." And then later on, they brought it back, and I was like, "All right, well, you need to have a conversation about. I need you to know what I know. Have an info dump." And now, like, for the rest of our lives, I'm going to continue this conversation. Because I'd already thought I did it, but now we're going to sit down and do it. And so, whatever. Uh, That's what good parents I'm a, get, I'm, Pat. I'm a great dad, other than the, like, hundreds of millions of times I was never there. <laughs> but, like... I think you are more present in your child's life than my parents, who were there the whole time, were. So... And, and, and I also had this because we... 
we, I had a black friend tell me like why they were having spoiler alert. Pat has a black friend. Oh they my were god, having, he's got one, just one. the one though. Just well, not one. actually, I'm, I'm incidentally not friends with this person anymore. <gasps> Pat has no black friends. No, Pat has replaced his black. Friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he has a roster, and there's well, one spot for a black yeah, friend. You guys That's are it. making me feel remarkably like my dad is like in the room with us. It's really, it's, <laughs> he would be so. Proud I of am me. a necromancer. <laughs> but he, he he had a conversation with me about like we, we had seen the police talk to a black business owner who had called them and he was like no you still need to stick around I was like yeah but it's a business owner and so we ended up having this conversation and then like when my kid had their own like w response to a joke I was like alright well this is important so for tight. both of us so it's not I don't want to be like ah oh no like, I was in Hot Topic with my niece when she was pretty young and she saw a gay pride pin and she laughed at that and I was like why is that funny and I was like there's nothing funny with being gay. I mean, gay people are funny, but straight people are trying, you know? <laughs> and straight people are much more ridiculous. But, like, I felt kind of shitty because it made me mad at the time because she was just a kid, but I was just like, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Yeah, but, so like... this is pretty dope. So, hopefully, she was just laughing to be silly, but I was just like... At some point, I'll have to do, like, a stonewall speed for them, but I haven't... I need, I need more, more, uh, uh, uh... You and, need more and, history. I can help with that. And, and it's a different history because one of the things... I can't. That, that's fair. So fucking straight, this fucking guy. I also think it's important to demonstrate white people having frank, honest conversations about slavery uh, amongst each other. And there's, as far as white people I know uh, and trust go, you guys are pretty top-notch white people. Oh, thanks. We're, like, we're like, some of the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Pat's out here telling you that he's fucking up real hard with his friend circle. That's yeah, poor that's choices. <laughs> no, but I do, I, I do want to highlight that I think it's important that white people have real conversations about the impact of slavery on ourselves. And, not, and I know the holidays are a time when it's prescient with people. So I do think it's important that, like, yeah, maybe you can't have it with your uncle, but you totally can have the conversation w with your... With a child yeah. that you're the driver. Yeah. And so <laughs> they don't get to leave the Hot Topic without you. Yeah. Some, <laughs> they well, don't even get to go to the Hot Topic without you. Mm-hmm. I like the shoelaces. I'm well. functionally an uncle in my kid's life for a lot of it, and if I can set aside an hour and a half on a weekend to be Let like... Let me regale you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I feel like well, other, story. other people can do that, and I've... I've had to have similar conversations oh. with my, my adopted mom where, like, we watched the movie Till and she was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize A, B, C, and D about this. And I was like, oh, I just took this information for granted. That's right. You're, like, 40, 50 years older than me. Of course you didn't have that. Quick side note. Quick, quick side yeah. note. So I was hanging out with this friend of Pat's the other day. Uh-oh, what'd she say? No, no, this was phenomenal. <laughs> okay, good. Thing. So we're just hanging out and she's getting a phone call from the CDC and it looks like it's a survey. And I was like... You know, it probably is a good idea to take that. So she answers the call and starts taking the survey. Carrie's in her 60s. The gal who's talking to her is someone in her 60s who's got the most pretty heavy southern accent. And it's just the most charming, wonderful conversation just talking about her, like, physical and mental health and, like, the, her history. And, like, some of the shit that Carrie talked about was hella depressing. Someone popped, like, showed her, her penis, showed her their penis when she was, like, seven. And she just yelled, put that away! And then told everyone who could hear, that guy showed me his penis! Good. She's amazing. If there's She's any seven-year-olds listening, that is how you should respond if somebody shows you that. Yeah, penis. definitely do that. But I, I know a lot about Carrie's medical history, and we had a great, charming conversation where we made jokes because she was talking about all the ways you could get STDs and if she had done any of those things. Because you know they'll do them in a survey, like, do you do drugs this way? Do you do this? Yeah. Do you have sex like this? I was like, that sounds like a party. <laughs> 
we've, we've been talking about hiring a, a professional escort for her, but the problem is she has more physical pain problems than me, and she's like, I don't even know if I'd want to fuck him, but like, I do want somebody to take me out and take me to dinner and stuff, and I'm like, you can pay for that. Like, you can, yeah. you can be like, here's your stipend, <coughs> and, and here, take, take me, make me feel spent upon, and then obviously keep the difference, plus like, here's your, your or whatever, but you can. There's ways. There's ways to. We, I do that I, we, for Carrie. We know people carry. <laughs> I am good at being a subpar boyfriend. I would absolutely do that for Carrie. No, she, I, I think she wants like a well, strapping. We can let me correct. I'm a pretty good boyfriend. I'm a subpar girlfriend. All right. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I just want Corey to like peek out from underneath the table. Six minutes, Can't folks. Get a Six minutes is how long we can stay on track about slavery. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But I wanted to bring that up yeah. because you were talking about Carrie, and yeah. I just thought it was a really wonderful thing, and she made the point it's important to take those surveys because that's how they allocate funding. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I, I, I lost my own track, and I lost a little bit of confidence because I, I was like, yes, I gave the, the speech about being white and having the conversation. Because it is, it is important to... But I think it's super important because one of the big things you can actually like legitimately go and look at is the infrastructure of buildings, right? Yeah. In in 1691, which is approximately there, there is bef <laughs> let me pretend like I know what I'm talking about. So before African slaves arrive on the continent, there is indentured servitude and forms of enslavement that go on between Europeans and other Europeans, and potentially a handful of Africans. There is a specific village. I think it's in. I didn't write it fucking down because I don't I'm, I'm a hack and a fraud <laughs> but, but a lot of the instances though that's trying to is rewrite history when you are an indentured servant you essentially have a contract and at the end of that contract you get a payout of sorts. Yeah. You get you get promised land. You get a job, maybe still. You get a house. You get that sort of thing. And you're the, not necessarily viewed as property. Correct. 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 So okay. You, sorry, so I was just thinking about that. And and another important thing is your kids aren't born into that. So if if right, you're it, once you're done, you're done. And and you can get like kind of you can get freed from the contract at any time. A popular like presumption about what kind of hussy <laughs> servants like women are is that like a, a girl could become I remember reading in a nail game in book that it's like a plot point of a person tricking the person that she's indentured to into marrying her mm -hmm. and then it's like well now I'm the lady of the land like that's cool right like so that's oh and by the way I just wanted to bring up this labor structure sounds awfully similar to how they created the whole uh, stadium and city situation at Qatar for the World Cup felt like that was a modern-day yep. equivalency yeah. that we could bring up in this situation. And a totally future equivalency is not like if you're a billionaire planning a trip to Mars and are like, hey, if you can't afford our services, you can pay us back when you get there. You just have to, like, put in some labor. You just got to be a part of our work culture. Like, that's, that's totally not a thing that, that is, is going on. That's a, that's a thing. Look, I'm just saying Musk would be having a much better time of it if he was actually an acromancer. Because yeah. that pitch we heard earlier tonight, I was on fucking board. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Social service, uh, too. Folks, Corey wants to create a uh, D&D thing where it's a town run by a necromancer, and so he pitches that you don't ever have to work because you only have to work, and you and can I'm cut that out if it sounds. No, that's that's that. I like that. It's it's socialism, but in a very. I mean, it was kind of the plan of communism, except they were like, "Well, you'll just be dead now. You you are dead. It's fine." Uh, uh, but the, the other <coughs> that was cool. The other advantage of indentured servants is that you can. There's rule, right? You can't be like sexually. There's actually like a union. Ish, yeah. Ish. Like, like if you're sexually assaulted, that that's abnormal. You There's can, definitely an HR. Yeah, 
you can you can if if nice. you're if the person you're indentured to hits you, like you're allowed to be like, hey. <laughs> if the person you're indentured to hits you, you're allowed to be like, hey, that's bad. That's no. That's the, please stop. That's no bueno. I don't know if they spoke that. Um, and then <laughs> probably not. And then the other thing is, that's if you want to just run away, there's white people everywhere, so you can just blend. In. I mean, not literally everywhere, but you can just run into the like from Boston to New York and be like, yeah, I totally served my contract. I'm a farmer now in yeah. New York. That's what I do now. That's I definitely didn't murder anyone. Yeah. The the most. I like that murder. What would you would you have to say? <laughs> well, speaking of murders, uh, a common enslavement before African enslavement was to try to enslave n native people. Like yep. you're, you're taking the land, might as yeah. well take the people. The problem with that is it's kind of the inverse of similar to the white people problem of like. They can just run away. They can just, it's literally all of their land. So they can just go 100 yeah. yards away and you're like, ah, shit, I don't know what to do. Yeah, like, they know the yeah. whole area. Uh, it's also, there's a huge language barrier when you do that. So you have to like, hey, we have different <laughs> concepts of like the afterlife. <laughs> so like my threats to you may not mean a thing. Also, there's a strong, uh, th th there's a number of instances in which native people who feel like they have no option in our slave will just take their own life. Yeah. So like, that's a huge problem. If you're an enslaver, that's a problem you, 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 you have to deal with in your cost to risk benefit ratio. And also like a lot of the, the things you're trying to do as a European colonizer, aren't intrinsically, uh, uh, aren't, aren't what the, the Native Americans are doing. So like, uh, yeah, so like, because Native American farming styles are much more forager and or they're not like, you the, the, the kind of harvest a field, lay it fallow, do all that kind of shit, you, you have to explain all that to a person. Like, if you just bring over an Irish person, they kind of were already doing that and they just want potatoes at the end of the day and whiskey or whatever, whatever. I know, it's fine. I think I'm a, uh, <laughs> I, I say very disparaging things about French people yeah. at work. I should be nicer uh, to Irish. <laughs> and I make it very clear, I'm like, Ethnically, I'm very French, um, but there is a very French person who comes in to pick up stuff, and she's always very rude. I don't oh, like see, her. See, I just uh, make fun of American white. That's there are so many bad white people everywhere, though. Although, like, don't think that we monopolize the shitty white people thing. Because the British no, no, no. created slavery, the French move it to the Caribbean and make it super murderous. The Spanish are like, oh, we can fuck you people at the same time, and that's cool. And the Americans are like, oh, hey, when you guys come here, we're gonna create. A religion around this. It's going to be great. It's we have be... a wooden candidate. Um, they, uh, they seems like the British did. They, they pretended yeah. to let everyone be free and then we're still super fucking racist. And they also had slaves bunch. at the start. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. You were making. They weren't in Canada. I'm just saying, just all white people are bad, and especially if you're from like a colonial power, even if they're not as powerful now, you're probably still pretty bad. And French people that I've encountered, or at least this one lady, very rude. It's true, I am. Very the worst rude. Yeah, in the world. I'm pretty bad too. Another, like, another one I of the I don't even like fancy cheese. Some I, of them that didn't even have legalized yeah. slavery would come up with really cool ways to participate as a cool, in that really not cool way. The Dutch, for example, to, I, if I remember right, don't legalize slavery. They don't have that system in place. Instead, they have banking and all the money, so they invest in all of the slaving merchants and shit. And so, like, they do, like, a stock exchange of, like, 
human life. And there's this super fun thing where you insure your human cargo. I'm getting ahead of myself in the storyline a little bit, but like, and if it doesn't pay you enough when you get there with your human cargo, sometimes, you know, we were in a storm and we lost all those people. So you just gotta do the insurance payout. Sorry about all the two, three, six hundred people we killed. Can I have my money? Because yeah. my, my insurance, I, I filled out the forms. But that specifically highlights that, like, with um, the, the, what, transatlantic trade specifically, humans became very, African, African people specifically became a commodity. They were not a yeah. person. They were 100% a commodity. They were traded which, for goods, which were then translated into other money. Other goods, yeah, and yeah. transplanted back for, you know. Yeah, so triangle. like this was the, this was like the first time that like slavery had taken on the capitalist element. Yeah. And an important, uh, actually an important element to make, or an important note to make before we get too far. In the weeds. Yeah, is that <laughs> Weed. I, well, it's, 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 it's important to notate, it's important to be conscientious of language. And the conversation about slavery versus enslavement is super important. Because it, it's, uh, to quote from telefair.org an article about why we use enslave, the noun slave implies that one was or is at their core a slave. The adjective enslave reveals that through bondage, bondage was not their core exist. Furthermore, they are enslaved by the actions of another. Therefore, we use terms like enslaver rather than master to indicate one's effort to exert power over another. So it's 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 a it's victim blaming to a certain extent to be like, ah, oh, you're a slave as opposed to I enslaved you. Enslaved you. And it creates a false dichotomy to be like I'm your master versus I've enslaved you <laughs> like these are important distinctions to make and I also think it I, I made that point earlier about you kind of create a religion around it. one of the things America does the United States does more than any place else is we create philosophy around enslavement we create science we create a pseudo we reinterpret the bible to be like slaves obey your master see this passage it's super important here ignore all the slave revotes and all the times the jews were enslaved and all that blah 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 because we don't want you to look at that yeah so you 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 make the master and it's also making the person that's done the crime like it's letting them decide the language if i'm like i was a people deleter instead of a murderer but you guys were like i guess he's the deleter like he identifies as the deleter is, is, He's is the transformer. Chris, yeah. I think we found your job title. The <laughs> people delete. Hey, I'm just saying, if we can find a way to make this shit legal, or if you can pay me enough to not get caught, let's talk. Oh my god, the amount of times I keep on hoping there's gonna be like a suicide squad to take out everyone who's ruining everything right now. But then again, who am I to decide who's ruining everything? I do think I have a good idea. I do, in my imagination, I have like a superhero universe going on in my head, and that is one of the characters. It's like a person that's going around like trying to kill billionaires while like all this other superhero shit is going on, and they're like- Yeah, it's like the Rorschach of your world. Yeah, yeah, but they're also- Oh, are you letting them see my, my party area well, over there? Looking oh, okay. Look at Harriet's party bowl, though. It is very cool. It is pretty cool over there. All right, to get a, oh, oh yeah. To get us back on track with the uh, with the uh, 
So, slavery in the United States begins approximately in 1691. That's the first time a ship full of a cargo of African slaves arrives. You can find in Howard's Inns a history of a people's history of the United States. There's pretty decent explanation about what I'm going to say if you get too jumbled. But essentially, one of the immediately the relationship between the enslaved black people and the white enslavers and the indentured white people, or sorry, the enslaved black people and the enslaving white people and the indentured white people enslaving white people, you, you can see a distinction of the relationship. So like a, a group of white people and a black dude run away. The black dude gets the shit beat out of him and the white people are like, ah, you gotta do harder labor from here on out. Like, to yeah. immediately codify that, like, these two groups of people will be treated distinctly. And then one of the problem, one of the, I have downsides and benefits of African enslavement. Heavy air quotes on the downsides and benefit. One of the big downsides you have if you are an enslaver is that a lot of the African slaves, enslaved people, die on arrival because the climate of the East Atlantic coast for North America is different than the climate for the West Atlantic coast of Africa. And there's also a lot of diseases. They're also probably extremely traumatized. The the trip can, there is harrowing. Yeah. Like, and they're like, borders. they have to shit like where they are. So, so who knows how many of them showed up already like on death's door. You And you also have a, an intense language barrier, just as intense as you would have with Native American. But the benefits for you are a lot of African farming techniques are pretty synonymous with European farming techniques. So you don't have to have a huge, like, like you don't have to pantomime and figure out shit to explain what you're trying to do. You're just like, do that thing you were going to do anyhow but with my tobacco. Right. Or, or, and not anyhow, that's a weird thing to put it. The other thing is that you <laughs> you have these groups that are already- I was gonna hit the bottom. I know. I'm so sorry. You have, you have groups that are already culturally distinct from each other and have complex interpersonal social relationships. And I'll get to this a little bit more in a minute, but the, <laughs> the trip to America also creates social hierarchies of its own. So there's already <laughs> The combat was so fast I didn't have time. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> okay, so while we're completely off topic, this one looks like northern lights looking at them from the ground and I love it. It's like spoopy vaporwave to me too. It's like vaporwave. Smoking you know cyberpunk right yeah. right I like this one. right yeah I think it's my first all right uh, <laughs> the so they they already have complex social networks that you can kind of take advantage of and 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 be like hey I'll keep you guys well if you enslave everyone from a Native American village they already have complex <laughs> social networks that they can escape to if you have an indentured white person, like I said, they can leave to somewhere else. Enslaved African people don't have that option of going somewhere else. Because well, they have to rely on the um, native populations being willing to take them in, which was a, a, a thing that did something happen that eventually. Did happen. But at the start, because of the nature of white people and lies that they would tell to native people, 
uh, Native people were not particularly receptive because they would be told things like, oh yeah, they're murderers and rapists and they eat babies and shit. And so... And they're like, well, if you think they're bad... Yeah. <laughs> in fact, that is a thing that we talked about in the Lewis and Clark episode. One of the things that they use... York is uh, the person enslaved by Clark, I think. I don't remember. Yeah. But he's like six foot nine and like like just fucking built Jacked. like so they show him around to native people to be like we own people like this so if you fuck with us like we got a hundred more of these back home that we'll send here to be to fucking eat you people <coughs> and like York's like cool that's thanks guys thanks one of you that's cool um Jill that they took antimony pills for tummy problems and those don't dissolve in your body so they only needed one, because you'd just take it again, or someone else would take, because it came out solid in your poop. I'm very confused. What are we talking about? The Lewis and Clark Expedition. Antimony. So not only did they take mercury, they took antimony, which does not dissolve in our bodies, so it comes out the way it went in. So you only need one, because you can just take it again. Like, but it's okay because they, no, they just take it in, like oh. comes out and then they take it again or comes out and then someone else takes it they've actually they oh. found archaeological or not oh yeah the way they found a lot of the well like where they were able to pinpoint where a lot of lewis and clark uh camps were was because they found the latrines and they would find that mercury and that mercury was very specific because of like it's like the specific type of mercury it was and where it was mined from too was very specific to the expedition but but yeah don't worry i just wanted to talk about poop for a little bit they had okay. a quarter pound of opium. They had a lot, of, and they had dilated too, yeah, right? Or qu quinine or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. They had a dilated. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they had a lot of drugs. <laughs> so much drugs. Jesus. It was great. Um, they had a little cannon and they, too. And they had a dog named Seep. Yeah, they did. They had a cannon that was and like it's like a, this it. big. Thanks for focusing on the important part. The cannon. And, yeah. and they used it Pooping for more, cannons, they used it for more imperialism to be like, look at this. They, they, they would, it was their, they would announce arrival by shooting up, but they never actually used it for any sort of defense. But then they would be like, we have a bunch Oh shit, of I totally forgot you got a boner for cannons. <laughs> I forgot about your cannon boner. It's so hard. <laughs> Dang, you gotta go to the Lewis and Clark Interminable Center in Great Falls. They got one. It's good. Yeah, but they're not going. Yeah. No, but you can at least look at it, touch it. I Don't think you can touch, touch it. it. I think it's outside the glass. I'm pretty sure. They also have little outfits you can put on, but I'm a little, I'm almost too big for them. That's ah, a little rough. You're and they have some very center. unsettling taxidermy. Sorry, Pat. No, uh, I did what I do. <laughs> it's the nature of the show. You can kind of smell the, the oh, ribs, right? Oh, I've been able right? to smell this. It smells pretty good, yes, right? Yes, it does. Good, okay. okay I'm I just will, cooking until it gets tender. Right, I will try to focus that. Uh, but, but, oh but, no, we're in no rush. That did not help. But I will uh, have a time that goes off. I'll need to check, and then I'm going to start the potatoes. Okay, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. The we tried. You have the complex social networks that you can take advantage of. You can also take advantage of the fact that, like, if Charlie and I are from villages that were already at war, and you've enslaved both of us, there's less of a likelihood that we're going to work, right? So there's all of these. You can take advantage of that as the enslaver because you're like cool are you guys who are already like who's worse me or like it's it creates that environment it's also but what i started to say earlier about the infrastructure is you can see once enslavement arrives in 1691 the, there's a building population because once you remove people from that labor source right once you remove your indentured servants from building your houses and making your whatever, your smithies or farming for and you. And you just whatever. have a person who you aren't required to treat like a person to do it. Then that indentured person can go become a blacksmith. 
can go become a silversmith, can go brew beer, can go become a harbor master, can go do X, Y, and Z. And you can see that... He can in, print Bibles. Yeah, you, shit like that happens. You yeah. get a thriving middle class in North America. At some point, do we start talking about internships in this episode? We will, actually. Here's okay. the thing. Post, <laughs> here's the deal. Post-slavery, post-emancipation like, uh, post proclamation, further down the line... Right? That's a way you keep black people enslaved, is you say, they're my intern, they're my apprentice, they're whatever, so I don't have to pay them. That's how oh. Lane County here in Oregon. Are we is still talking about poops right now? No, Rochelle? I'm just mad, and it sounds like I'm pooping because okay. I'm so mad. So Lane County in Oregon is named after a guy named Joseph Lane, who had an enslaved person. Not Lois Lane? Nope. Uh, it gets sadder. He had an enslaved person <laughs> until 1879. The Emancipation Proclamation yeah. happened, if I remember right, in sixteen or 1860-something, 69. Um, so I think in as late as, like, 10, 20 years ago, there were still people yeah. coming out of slavery because they didn't know it was over in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are, like, these insanely insulated yeah, yeah, pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's Sorry, what, I was just yeah, like, yeah. I know Sorry. it's gone way past this, but that also is fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but how that, that's what, to condense the story of Juneteenth, that's part of what it is. Is, is like the Emancipation Proclamation happens in Texas is like, nah, we're still gonna do slavery. Like we don't care that the Civil War's over and you guys won. Like we're Texas, and then the U.S. Army has to come in and be like, no, we said we said no slavery, and and that's what the celebration of Juneteenth is. Is the U.S. Army being like, no? If I remember correctly, it's more complicated. No, than like slavery. <laughs> Exclamation point. Lionel Hutz rules. Lane County, though, named after Joseph Lane, who has an enslaved person until I think it's 1879. And he gets away with it because, A, it might be his son, but, B, he's also like, it's an apprentice. He's just learning from me. And it's like, well, what are you apprenticing him in being a wartime general and enslaver? Like, what do you... Right. Anyway, that's what that's who Lane County is named after. The, the, the whole Oregon coast name, name, named for that guy. Fun. Um, yeah. Enslaved Fun. versus master. Enslaved. Uh, another important thing, another reason, so, like I said, the, 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 you, can, you can look at, like, building and title and shit as from that era, right, when enslaved people show up. And you can see the expansion of buildings and cities because, like I said, after that point, labor gets uh, cut down. One of the things that's important to note is that usually it's about a 60% of white people own or, or have a, a black person enslaved to them and then prominently up to 30 percent of the people that remain rent out enslaved people because you can also say they got a fucking like car to go but for slaves yes God, i hate everything because here's what happens i'm i'm an enslaver and you three are my enslavees but i only have pat is making some strong assumptions right now fair but i mean <laughs> Whatever, I'm just for this... I would have been so useless with how bad my eyesight is. Well, that's They're like, I, she can't do shit. Well, no, no, no. Then you, you have you have other jobs that you find you that person butter. to do. But that's that's the beauty of rental. You know you can do that in a mason jar? You can do it alone in the bag. I can do that Hey, in a high five! That's a sex joke! Nice work! So, if Ugh. you are an enslaver, I will be uh, for this example, because if there's an awful person, it might as well be me. That's why I was choosing to be the enslaver in this example. Uh, you my enslaved humans. I only have one enslaved person's worth of labor to do. The three of you could have a conversation. It's like landlord, but and even so, worse. Yeah, and it's so... people lord. And people lord. Plord. And so there's that. The other reason to rent them out 
is, uh, let's say, of the three of you, right. Chris is the most obstinate. I, I think that would be a likely thing. I don't know. Whoever's the most, whoever Excuse I Excuse me? Who are you trying to say is more obstinate here? Uh, Charlie is very subservient. So, I mean, so this is, is between you and I? I'm it is under Serbia? <laughs> Look, either way. Nothing is wrong. I know someone from Serbia. I decide that I nice need guy. you to learn a lesson, so I rent you out to a person who is the worst. Intentionally to rent you out to a person who is the worst, so that you, air quotes, learn your lesson from them. These people are called slave breakers. We talked about it a little right. bit in Lewis and Clark yeah, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there are people who are notoriously nightmares that you rent your slave out to, to your enslaved person out to, to do terrible things to you also yeah grocery stores do this still where they send you to another location for i mean to be like oh you think it's bad here do you want to see how bad it is in our other spot i yeah. mean a lot of these tactics are still used by labor to you know this what day. it's like it's like how when people show up to my ups store which is the one at the winco on 82nd and powell and complain to me about how sketchy the neighborhood is and i'm like i'm so sorry you have to be in my neighborhood can you not it's supposed to be so hard for you to be in a place that I live. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do about the things I have no control over. Could you could you vote better systems into place than but maybe doesn't that you seem like, Could you imagine going into a restaurant and be like, wow, this neighborhood sucks? <laughs> I mean, I've definitely done that to two restaurants, but they earned it. So. I do that oh. to every Taco Bell. Like but I mean, like, it just seems like a weird thing to do. 7-Eleven's encouraging. But it's like, it just seems like such <laughs> a weird free. thing to do. Yeah. Like, hey... I need your help to do this thing, but also this place is terrible, and you should be embarrassed to work here. That, that, that was one of my favorites about the strip club. Like, like people would be like, "I can't believe you would work in a place like." Customers would be like, "I can't believe you'd work." In a place well, like you're this. here. And I'm like, I can't believe you're spending your money here. Like, I don't. Yeah. Oh. So this actually lets me your car to go thing actually lets me get into oh, my sideways rant, which is here. Here's why I mentioned this. So, like I said, sixty percent of people are enslaving. Sixty percent of white people are enslaving an African person. Sixty percent of the time, it works. One hundred percent of the time. Thirty percent of the population are also participating in the system of renting. And slaves. I doubt they wait, made you wait till you were twenty-six, like car rentals. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, Normally, what happens forms. is, oftentimes, what happens is you have a business and you want somebody to do all the shit you don't want to do, right? Very much like apprentices and interns, where it's like. Uh, the one benefit for an enslaved person is this might be the one time you can make money for yourself. Because once you get rented out, if you make any excess money, in theory, if you have a person who isn't absolutely the fucking worst, you might be able to keep some of that. It will come up when we tell Harriet Tubman's it's, story. It's like when was the service. first time any of you heard, yeah, but some of the slave owners were pretty nice. Like, when do you remember hearing that as a defense of slavery growing um, up? Never. I think maybe in eighth grade. I kind of, uh, you know, my town's a little bit conservative, but we did a long you know, on the Civil War, I think a girl in like, well, my mom says, like, some of the slave owners were actually nice. That, that was how I encountered it, was someone, yeah. some other kid saying their parents said it. I never heard it in school. So, like, I want to say I heard it kind of neutrally, potentially in, like, fifth grade. Maybe not, like, outright said, but, like, some slave owners were bad. Some were not so bad. Like, they said it like that. But then when I was in college, I was talking to one of my friend's dads, and he argued that it was a benevolent system for black people. Like, we were doing them a favor 
by doing that. And I'm just like, I well, still am just struggling to deal with that. I mean, but that like, was gonna be, that was that's gonna, such a normalized attitude among white people to try and excuse the fact that we are a part of it. I mean, that was going to be one of my closing points, but I'll make it Sorry, now. Pat. No, 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 it's fine, which is one of the big problems. I'm drunk enough that I'm jumping ahead. You're, you're fine. One of the big problems with the system is... You knew the script? I didn't, but it, clearly I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm divining it because I'm crossfaded. I didn't even write it down. <laughs> Which is pretty good. But one of the problems is the people involved in this believe that they are correct. Not not a moral judgment of good or bad, not a, a, a social judgment of right or wrong. They think the system is correct. Like like it's it it's, makes sense, it, it benefits me, why would I question it? And and it has a historical narrative as yeah. far as they they're concerned from from the Civil War to when slavery, enslavement first becomes like the prominent system in America, like the like economical system. Like once that happens, there's a history and a culture of it. And once you believe that that is the correct course of action, it's just as hard as convincing your uncle that like we need to defund the police, right? And that's actually what the 60% of, of ownership is important for right because another 30 percent of rental i don't know if it's 30 percent of the people left over or 30 percent of people in it general is, is still that's a huge percentage of the population that has an incentive or a reason to not want to fight slavery right, right. to not want to end it because they st they also want slaves and yeah. this is they're this benefiting from them and this lets me go into a rant that I get into a lot on Facebook that I wanted to get into an episode. This is why I'm not on Facebook anymore, folks. This is specifically it, which is oftentimes when I tell people my problem with car ownership, they're like, oh, you don't understand the data on pollution and like the army's a bigger polluter. And I get all of that. But the reason oil executives get to do all the shit that they do is because people are like, I deserve to own a car. And my only incentive to continue, like, you will do a lot as a person, and I say this as a person who has ownership of a car now, I know <gasps> there's a lot of- Pat's part of the problem now! Oh, it feels so good! But here's, <laughs> Sorry. Here's the problem. I can't use my car. My car still isn't technically mine. Because you haven't gotten given Carrie the information so she can insure it. No, because I haven't been able to afford to file the paperwork. <laughs> she can help you afford I, the paperwork. Well, this is private, but calling know, I, you out, busted. Going to jail right that, now. I don't know that right now. has the money because kind of like... Yeah, she'll make it work. Anyway. We'll make it work. Uh, my, my point is, my problem with individual car ownership isn't that it's the thing that's causing the main pollution. It's not the primary. I have to edit around all of that. My problem with car ownership... You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> when have you paid me? Okay, good point. Uh, you're on fire, Dan. Interns can be fired. That's true. Do you want me to not no, help? No, you're fine. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, because these ribs are almost done. So. Yeah. I, I know individual car ownership or us owning a specific car isn't part of the problem. But if the greater problem is, is in fact oil executives, our comfort with the fact that we deserve to own a piece of property that lets them continue to do the things that they do to the planet is part of that system. Well, and they could lobby for things like public transportation that could help that to be those plans to be scrapped. They can, they're, yeah. they're we're stuck in a system that they control that yeah. forces us to own a car because most of the time that's the most efficient way to get around. So you can't get to when work. When I complain about people, <laughs> so when I complain about car ownership on social media, specifically what I'm saying is our comfort with that system 
is the same as the 30% of people to history is going to look at us that way whether we look at us that way or not like that's just how I, I see it I don't think us all stopping using our cars individually is going to solve the problem but I think all of us being like actually you know us being willing to explore solutions and alternatives is a solution if that makes sense just, I wanted to get that on audio finally so I don't have my I have people that'll be like oh you just don't understand that like the military is a bigger polluter and I'm like yes I get it but you being like I need to defend my ownership of a car is you being like not all men but with fucking cars the US yeah. military is also the largest jobs provider in the fucking world because I mean it's the, so it's it's like, the it's system so it's the fucking system slavery is the biggest it's, job provider in America it's the man is what you're saying yeah, the man. military is the man I mean yes man I, is that a surprise to you y'all are men right you men you men you men you yeah. are you defining as a men still I mean I keep thinking about he's a men's men's they you might men? be fine but like you I don't want to confuse people you I don't know if you don't Yes, yes, got it, amen, got it. amen. Man! Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ Day. The, the entire... I'm just going by Chris these days. The entire economic... So, <laughs> that shitting good... The entire so. economic system of the United States, by the time the United States becomes a thing, is heavily resolved around slavery. Some cool little fun notes. Jefferson did try to write into the uh, uh, emancipation, or not the emancipation, sorry, the Declaration of Independence. He did try to write into a thing about it, about Britain being, uh, or slavery being Britain's original sin, like, given to America. The problem oh, is that... Oh, wow, that's really rich for him to say yeah, that. That's coming, though, from Thomas Jefferson, a man who brought a 14-year-old to France specifically to consult him while his wife was dead that he later married after he impregnated her and spent several months having her enslaved to him and, and, and doing yeah, the no, things you do. It that. is unbelievably yeah. so rich also wants to write into the, into the Constitution, yeah, it's cool to do this. Like, it's cool to just fuck. Look, all I'm saying, kids, is if while you're learning history you feel the need to get more drunk it makes sense it makes sense <laughs> yeah. no i'm still working on it okay i need another one but what i was gonna say before we kept going it's funny for Je jefferson to say that because that's like a kid looking at their parent when they find their weed stash and be like i learned it from you dad oh it's like God. yeah but you've been smoking a lot so are we gonna talk about the dollar issue uh we will in the harriet tubman F okay then yeah, i'm yeah. not gonna do it now no, no, the not. hubman the harriet tubman the hubman that's fine hey look <laughs> it holy shit i am paying attention yes Okay, so Jefferson brings us to America being formed, the United States, right? The main thing that's this deriving... piece of shit land. ...the colonies wealth is enslavement. You have enslaved people farming the cash crop. <coughs> you have enslaved people building many of the buildings in the North. Or in the North, even the places that abolish slavery, the reason they do it is to create systems of white labor that exclude slavery so that basically your threat is it's us or slave enslavement. Like, it's, it's, it's right. this or that. And in addition to that, everybody, it is a, the, the one good thing for enslavement at the time is oftentimes if you can get out of an enslaved colony and into a colony that has abolished enslavement for whatever reason, you can, you can theoretically be safe because you're out of bounds for, like if you're a Rhode Island slave and you make your way to Maine, I don't know if those are anachronisms. You're close or enough. Sure. But if that happens. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's muted. It's well, I know, but it's, now, it's, now it's I'm drawing attention to it. We're just <laughs> well, no, I feel like an 
unintentional Mr. Bean a lot of the time. So, we so, love you, Rochelle. So, so in theory, no. when that happens, you're safe. Just get you're, higher. You're out of bounds. Um, but the thing is, when the United States gets created, as they're as they're creating it, there there is a huge argument over whether or not to include enslavement. The big reason not to include it is because enslavement destroys white people's jobs. Because if you can make it They took our jobs without yeah. anyone asking them if they wanted them. A little bit. We forced them our jobs. <laughs> in, in the episode about uh, how the, the South essentially won the Civil War, I, I said that the material conditions of being impoverished in the South are similar to the material conditions of being enslaved. Your, your buildings suck, food suck. One group of people is forced to be there and beaten and, and much worse, and one group of people can move to New York, right? Like there's, yeah. there, it, it, it's, your, your roofs are the same, but you're not living the, the same lives, but that's still a terror. They don't see that in the North as what's going on. They see it, they, they, they don't see it as like, oh, that's because of the horrors of our our capitalism and our industrial X, Y, and Z. They see it as if enslavement exists, it steals jobs from those poor whites. Those, those which are probably those maybe poor less poor whites. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 cool. So it it to me it sounds like um, the reverse argument of like when people talk about small businesses to protect capitalism. Yeah, and that's kind of that's that's why when when the North gets rid of enslavement in its colonies. It's not because they're like, we have the moral high ground and we've recognized that these are fellow human beings with souls and lives and there's consequences to the actions that we've visited upon them. They're like, man, like the middle class doesn't exist as strong if we if we have enslavement. Like there's there's I was trying so hard to be quiet. You're fine. And I kept not being quiet. The And my face spoke volumes. The the other reason that's important to bring up Jefferson is it lets me bring up Washington. Uh, and one of the things... Hey, is, I live there. Named after George Washington. One of the oh, things, we're talking about the actual state of Washington. No, the person. Oh, because I was like... Are we doing who's on first? <laughs> yeah, we no! are. I started, started it and I it didn't and feel I bad about it right oh, You did. I'm loud enough, my mic doesn't need to be I on felt pretty good point. about yeah. all of that. I... <laughs> I wanted to. Do you, do you want me to stop or no? Okay. I want. You're like, no. We have to leave at some point. <laughs> I was gonna make a point in the Harriet Tubman episode about how in the I Harry Potter episode. <coughs> yes. Just like Harry Potter. About how I define hero in a specific way. A lot of people I think would consider George Washington hero Gross. because of like Valley Forge or whatever. Here's the thing that's important to notice, uh, know about Washington. He got the job of general <coughs> by showing up in a general suit. Like, he showed up in his costume from the French-Indian Wars. Oh my god, it's like the fancy hat guy, Stuart Holbrook? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. he just dressed for the job yeah. he wanted? and so he gets it. Another thing is, it's, it's like famously noted, he doesn't take payment for the position. But he does, he does, he does, ex he does charge them for his expenses. Which means, like... He's living rent-free. Yeah. So whatever he wants, he gets. And as they still have a strong aristocracy, there were two bags of cookies the whole time. 
Yeah, the did same you want more cookies? No, I just did not know there were two bags and I kind of blew my mind. No, Chelsea wanted to make sure that I didn't eat all of them before you. Yes. And she wanted to make sure that you and Pat Wait, got to like, have some. No, go ahead. We like, can after this is no, all No, we're going to eat all of okay. them so, tonight. That's what I thought. Another, I didn't want to have some too. I, have to, I didn't know there were two bags, so it kind of blew my mind. I'm so glad I got to see that moment. Like when I found out that one of my classmates was also a twin in high school, I was like, there's two of you? I could have blown one of you and had one of you watch. It, it, sorry, so, 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 it's my Works for me. And also, unfortunately, they were referred to as the monkey twin, not a nice <laughs> Speaking Most of, not of nice, them aren't. Speaking they of were not, white, though, so. That lets us go to, we can talk about the time. I, anyway, George Washington <laughs> is also part of the reason he gets the job of president. He's the rich, he's the richest well, guy in the country. Part of the reason he's the richest guy in the country is because of how many pe enslaved people he has. And part of how he does that is he's willing to do shit like, there's a point where he's president where like one state says if a person is enslaved for X amount of time in their state, they're freed. So he would have his his enslaved people rotate between like his office Gross. in New York and his Pennsylvania property and like his DC job and it would so that like they couldn't ever so they wouldn't get free the famous thing about him freeing all of his slaves when he dies is also also an anachronism he gives them to his wife and promises a thing called manumission which is at a certain point you can retire from being a slave here's the fucked up part about that you're not allowed to manumit a slave who's over 45 right in some uh, over a certain age because a if you manumit someone too young you got to remember the thing i was saying earlier about how they think this is correct right if you manumit someone too young they're not going to be able their, their labor isn't going to be used a right which means they might grow up and become a trouble or a criminal in your community right and if you manumit them between their teen years and their early 20s again that's when you need them the most that's when a person is most physically useful according to the system right so the best time is maybe after they've spent 25-ish years enslaved under you right but if you manumit them too old, they're not going to be able to take care of themselves, and you're going to be embarrassed because you 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 freed your slaves just to kill them, right? Like that's 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 embarrassing. So usually you manumit them about forty. The whole system is not embarrassing. Just that part. <laughs> just that just part. That just that part's part. embarrassing. That's the only not part. the owning another person. Not the like yeah. beating them, violating them, all of that. It's the letting them like when you let them go, they die. That's pretty embarrassing. So usually you write into your will, like, it, it comes up a lot in Harriet Tubman's story, but you write in, like, hey, at age 45, they get free, live or die. But here's the thing. That's a conversation the enslavers are having amongst each other and not with the enslaved. So you can get up to being 55, or you can lie. You can be like, oh, you're 40. I'll let you know when you're 45. Speaking of lacking HR. Yeah. You know? I don't know why. Yeah, can I see my file, please? <laughs> So Washington. What is my contract? When did you learn to read? <laughs> that is. An I issue. don't know. Read this. Punch. Punch. Uh, the, but that is that is what happens with Washington is he's like okay so she has to set you guys free at a certain point but like she still needs all hundred however fucking many he is too um because one is too many and and before we get too far I do want to highlight that like it's like Pringles once you pop you can't stop 
And, and oh man, I want pranks. They're like the worst chip. I like them. They're so airy. They're the airiest of the potato chips. It's because it, they're they not real potato. They're extruded potato. Perfect. They're like I the Cheetos it. of potato chips. I'm pretty they're not, about Cheetos. They're not my. Also, they're not my favorite. Like I like sour cream and onion, and I do not like the sour cream and onion flavor of Pringles. It's too it's sweeter than it is sour cream and onion. Yeah, I got political. About their pizza. Their pizza flavor is pretty top notch. Plus, I like that I can like Did stack them into the hamburger into, one. Like, That's my favorite. Is by like three or four of the mini I don't know, but when you reverse flavors. them and they do this, it looks a lot like a speculum and that's just <laughs> triggering. But if you if you put them on their side, they look a little bit like Pussy Lip and then... Uh, anyway, yeah. um, where was I going? Uh, oh, I, I don't... The, the other reason I didn't want to have a black guest today was I knew we might touch on some of the worst aspects of slavery and I didn't want to re-traumatize someone. But I do want to take a moment to... Or, or inflict generational trauma on someone who it doesn't need to be their baggage. You that's, are performing some emotional fucking whiplash on the people's podcast, though. I'll tell you that right now. That's fine. Listen, it's okay <laughs> if we feel bad. But you I know? want to highlight that... Uh, black people enslaved African people aren't taking this passive right running away is occurring right the greatest fear enslavers have it, it, throughout all of history is a slave uprising they happen all the time Louisiana has a really famous one where they like I think it's Louisiana one one of them has one where like it marches through cities and gathers people and Hell like, yeah. they have to call the fucking army because they're like Oh shit! They have guns. We didn't. Oh fuck! And like it, it, they free. There are of course people who are so traumatized and and and, and scared that they don't even want to risk when there. But that's a, because some shit happened that made them physically yeah. unable to get into this shit. And and there's some people who are like, look, you're just gonna get killed. At least I'm alive. I might be enslaved, but at least I'm alive. Yeah. And you know, joining a rebellion, your your options are now dead or hope I get away. So. And if you have kids. If I've I've enslaved yeah. you and your kids, yeah. I've got your your wife in a your wife is also maybe two plantations over, right? And that's another thing that we'll get into in the, in the Harriet Tubman half is that like there's all these complex intersocial relationships that go on. I I, just, I took a, a class in college that was about reforms and revolutions in Latin America, and the TA was always just like, I just don't get why they didn't revolt sooner. I don't get why they didn't revolt sooner. I didn't get why they revolt sooner. I was like, have you ever been worried that someone in your family might get killed because of a choice you made? Like, have you ever been worried about putting food on the table? Those kind of things will make you not want to take revolutionary action. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that a lot and because, like, like, I think it happens to a lot of us, too, and that's why 2020 was so fascinating because so much of us actually had the fucking free time to actually do some work that we weren't able to do normally and it scared the fuck out of them so like oh we need you all to go back to work now yeah and there's also and the trump bucks yeah we had economic freedom too that was so nice god <laughs> well, i really wish i'd have i'd have got fired at some point all that i i am so privileged that i got laid off yeah. <laughs> this is here, here, the, sorry. I didn't mean to no, sidetrack, no, no, no. but I felt like it was relevant. Well, no, you didn't sidetrack too hard because the thing I was to say is there's also minor acts of resistance, right? That you like, like if you're if you're bad at making a bed that you have to make every day, that's kind of your way of being like, fuck you. I don't want to make the bed. Of course, I'm not going to grease it the way you want. That's fuck when you. weaponized incompetence is laudable. And that's when that comes about. You that's know? also again that thing I was saying earlier about like you can see echoes of this 
in today's today's like boss culture, yeah. right? Where it's quiet like quiet quitting. If you yeah, if you oh, there, there's <laughs> a lot. I start a job as a quiet quitter. Hell Am I not yeah, supposed I to do. do that? Do you know how many enslavers are like my slaves are lazy because they don't want to do this thing I force them to do or else? I just don't get it. If you've got time to lean, I you've got just time don't to get it. Starts when you have people you can beat if they lean. Like and now yeah. and now you make it a social construct. Uh, the the historical parts I wanted to touch on too before I lost too much is so America gets formed to give more backlash time once whiplash. As America's getting formed, the culture and tradition of how we treat slavery as a country also kicks in. Namely what happens is there's a huge delegation of people from the southern colony who are like, look, if we don't have enslavement, we're not gonna join in Mar um, America. And there's a lot of people in the North being like, look, this experiment only works if everybody agrees to work together as a body of essentially nations, but not nations, but that's a whole other episode. But if we don't all work together, Britain can come back and divide us again. They can do the same thing, and then you're not safe and we're not safe. So they're like, we, we need you. And the South is like, well, we need slavery. And as a result, what they're like is, okay, cool. What we'll do is revisit the issue in 812. And when that comes up, we'll have another conversation. Is that the war? There is a war in 1812 that comes along. And there is a war and with France that we have. Does in not relate to any of In 1814, we took a little trip. Lewis along Clark. with Colonel Jackson and the mighty Mississippi. Well, here's we took a little bacon, we took a little beans. We fought the bloody British in the time of the leaves. Oh, it's all yeah. a little different war. Who knows? But Johnny Horton. Yeah. Shout out, right? Best friend. Love that guy. My mom. It begins a tradition of kick the can. Yes! You better high-five your mom the next time you see her be like, hey, so, it was weird, she needed this. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> if you high-five your mom from me, it's gonna be a whole different conversation. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, Pat will help her out. I can't do that part as well. She's got a young Mexican lover. Alright. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Good for her! Yeah, she's, she's doing alright. Good Honestly. for her! Yeah. Well, things turn, Damn. so, anyway. Um, it begins a tradition that will be, you, you may recognize it in, in American politics today, a game called Kick the Can, where they're like, hey, we can't solve this problem in 1720, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, it sounds like any climate change summit. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, right? I was just listening We're to the word out later. COP10, and they're and, like, yeah, all this is like, none of that. And it kind of highlights the, I will say, beauty it's definitely a, the horror? a really unique part of the United States electoral system, which is 1812 is how many election cycles after 17 whatever, right? Which means you can elect new people into office who will say, hey, we need to reflect and investigate and see what's going on. And in a few years, take action after we've done deliberate work. Or if you're conservative, hey, we don't want to change anything. It's always been like this. This is our cultural Inherited. That is the conversation that happens with slavery. Well, uh, you know, Democrats were for slavery. Yeah, exactly. Chris, Another, Republicans were a lot of Republicans um, abolitionists were abolitionists. So if you think about that now, take that libs. Yeah, essentially they just swap their ideologies for. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> a, there's a thing called the Southern Conference. I just know the name of it. But in oh, oh. So what you're saying? Wait. So be, that solid that. burn I had is actually completely wrong? Anyway. Oh! Sorry. No, you're fine. Because it, it, so, and when they start doing that, basically sometime between 17, whenever it was in 1812, 
they start, scientists start writing, air quotes on the scientist part, philosophers, people start writing papers expressing. Natural philosophers. Yeah, expressing the science of race science. The thing that, like, it always trips me up because I always. Is this like, where phrenology popped up? Yeah. Because yeah. as that goes along, you need to create paperwork. And eugenics and, and all that shit. Yeah. Eugenics comes later, but it is. But it's starting there, too. Like, at that point, it was starting, but there wasn't, like, you didn't have to have an excuse for white people to be better. They just were because they owned each other. But then yeah. after we didn't own people, we had to find reasons why we still were better. Right? Replacement theory. Bit, yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even bring up replacement theory yeah, with me right now. And the, oh. Well, the, the other, the part of it that always fucks with me because it doesn't make sense to me is that these racists really do think of it as Star Trek racism where like you're a Vulcan and you're a Klingon and you have you can't be anything but these and you can't be anything but oh that. it's like a brave new world I guess yeah, Ooh, yeah. I haven't read that one yet I know it through, through it's fine I've cliff notes it it's it, uh, you it you probably fine. know most of it it's not gonna blow your mind but if you'd read it in high school you'd be like whoa I did and I, I am <laughs> kind of like 1984 you're like whoa yeah, I read them back to back Animal Farm was really good though Animal Farm was so good I, I had an illustrated version of it what? I read Animal right? Farm because in X-Men in the cartoon Beast is reading it and the guy makes fun of him and I'm like well if Beast is reading it it must be a smart book and then I was it like is Beast, a smart is, book. Beast is woke uh, um, have you ever met so, have you ever had someone in your life who reminds you of the workhorse I don't know in oh, Animal oh, Farm oh yeah you, well me or Maine like, I think, I think but you I know, like a person who just like works so hard yeah. and keeps getting like more pulled out of them. Maybe. I'm always the saddest for people like that because I am not that. I'm like the pig I who's like. I refuse to have it. I'm like the pig who doesn't want things to be shitty. I'm like, I don't want to do anything, but I'm also glad that you're doing work, I guess. But also, this sucks. It reminds me of. Uh, so I feel uh, really guilty when I know workforce people. I guess if I people. don't, I guess if I don't know one, it must be me. <laughs> I. Well, he, he refers to it as Charlie work. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, is it the work that no one else at work will do? Or anywhere? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. the workhorse. Yeah, yeah. My old plaid manager is the same way. I was going to say, I'm the rat who thinks they're in Charlotte's Web, and they're very confused by all these socialism <laughs> allegories going the on. The fair <laughs> is a veritable small guest board, or guest board. Yeah. All right. Back, 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 back to uh, sorry. The no, no, no. The, the these things felt relevant at the time, but the three rain, third rainier in, I'm not sure. No, you're doing There's good. a lot left still. I was gonna say, are you saying I need to catch up? Is Do that? Do you want one? Yeah, you want it? I mean, at this point, yeah. Okay, hold on. Time out, everyone. Time out. Car. <laughs> what? It's like Wayne's World. Car. When you're playing a game in the street and the car comes, you oh. got a car to get on the sidewalk. All right, so the, be the beauty of the American system, like I said, is A, you get to play kick the can. B, you get new people to play kick the can every yeah. few years. Okay. Game on! Part of the I gotta pee. Part of that, yeah. that science thing, part of that is once you create paperwork to justify your stuff, you create a system that justifies itself. We talked about this more so on the episode already with uh, DJ Wildchild. But basically, if I have paperwork saying racism good, you can point to my paper in your paper saying racism good, and now there's two papers that say racism is good, and no paper saying racism bad. So racism good? Yeah, this is a very uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia argument. Well, that's how America works, which is very on the nose. The other, but the important the, the thing I do want to highlight before I lose track is 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 the thing Wild Child pointed out to me that I I do tend to gloss over and forget a lot is that people really do think of this as specious as 
African black people are a different species than Irish people than French people. Maybe not so much that the way, Catholics. Right? but I, uh, <laughs> approximately the, the, the Catholic and Protestant conflicts definitely have similar vibes where you're like, how do you even know? What the fuck are you talking? Like, it's all science fiction to me, but it's very real to these people. So these, yeah. you get to, when you have this paperwork that proves to your orcs are in fact orcs and they're all a subject of the Dark Lord, then each one of those documentations confirms that mythology. And to me, the fact that like they do this thing of just, just you're a different species. You're different from black African people are different from white people the way a cougar is different than a lion. Is is there not what I thought? Go on. No, no, you're fine. I I'm just, a cougar. I tend no, to date younger. No, you need to They're have more malleable. I, you need to have a kid yeah. to be a cougar, I feel. Like no. 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 That's a milk. That's okay. different. Okay. Yeah. I'll do I both. mean, I definitely have not done the age gap that I've done above me, but I've I've experienced some age gaps. Oh, I've I've, I've gapped the ages. All right. I it, feel like you always go up though. Yeah. I mean, I try to go down, but I'm like, I don't. I Might feel, be a little dust on the bottle. If you're, if you're younger than me and you call me daddy, I have a kid just in like like you're just old. Like I I. No one's called me mommy, and I'm so glad. Yeah. So I eight, am beyond grateful for that. 1812, thanks to all of this. <laughs> 1812, thanks to all of the the kind of presupposition and 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 confirmation bias that they create, let uh, the United States government decide. Okay, you know what we need to do about slavery? No new importation of African slaves. No new taxes. <laughs> so 1812. Right? That's points. Points. Sorry. No, eighteen twelve decides that we way to go, Charlie, being on it. I I turned myself <coughs> off. He turned me back on. Because you were saying something you funny. Heard no new taxes. I, that carried. I am a loud person. I okay? know. <laughs> I'm rude. My ears Speaking are ringing. of which, eighteen twelve, we decide that there's going to be no new importation of slavery of enslaved people. This doesn't legally. There are plenty of illegal people who bring it about. One story I've heard. Wait, was this the new? Was this the first illegals? Ish, because here's, here's. And they didn't even want to be here. Yeah. Jesus fucking and, Christ! Oh and yeah, they no, took we've her been jobs. pieces of shit for a long They're time. They're not shit. Oh god. They're My, not sending their best. One of the ways you get around it is you have a ship full of enslaved people, and it just <laughs> happens to wash up ashore. And I just happen to find it, and now I get a bounty for all these enslaved people that the county will sell to raise profits for itself and the corrupt people running it, right? That's cool. Here, let, let's say, let, let's let's take a little detour. Let's say America has been established. We have not outside. taken any detours yet, well, so this is the first one. Let's say you want to be one of the good whites. Let's say you're, you're, you're in Carolina and you want to abolish the slavery in your state, right? You probably sure. would become a senator, right? Or, or a representative of office. Or write thing, really strongly word letters to the editor. You, but you would do something to change the system. Well, the problem is a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of slave states require you to have enslaved people in order to run for office. And so if you then put that stuff on the ballot, you seem like a hypocrite. Yes. And all, but also you now have a financial incentive 
because having a person do shit for you makes your life fucking easier, right? I know, I know that's a big, big brain thought, but it's real hard not to be like, all right, cool, I guess, I guess as long as you're doing stuff for me, right? Let's say you want to be a good white who wants to like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll buy you all and free you. Well, I still have to pay taxes on the land. I still have to make sure you're fed. I still have to make sure I make money so that like you're not, le as long as you're all living here, why don't you guys do some work and I'll just, I'll just charge you a little bit less rent. I'll just do that. Or, or you know what, you know what I'll do is I'll send you guys back to maybe Africa or as Abraham Lincoln wanted to do, Panama. I'll send you back to a place where you're not actually from, you have no social, familial, or historical connections, and you can start a new America there. You can do some America stuff. You can own slaves in that place for yourself. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that great? Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that? There's no way out of the system. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. There's no ethical enslavement under enslavement. Just wanted to... And <coughs> building on that, just to jump ahead, yeah. post-Civil War, there were confederates that left and went to brazil forming colonies where they still had enslaved Boy, people bringing america's a magnet for that shit isn't they bringing their own slaves on yeah. ships or their enslaved people on ships and then that's not intermingling with i'm gonna make population. my own america with yeah. blackjack and hookers yeah <laughs> pretty much and and like the other the, there's other haiti has been on the the podcast before and like they're the first enslaved people maybe i think the, the whole country has been on the podcast like we interviewed oh, yeah, all of the whole country a little bit awkward it was an orgy on this podcast without me not a haitian orgy that was we we gave them food we that didn't have we, a horgy yeah, it was <laughs> i'm sorry also do you like ipas no okay good because i realized i had another beer to offer you that's why i was glaring earlier Oh, okay. Sorry, it had nothing to do with you. It had to do with the fact that I didn't realize there was a beer that you might like, but I didn't like, so I didn't think to offer it. Charlie, you were correct about Brazil, though, because they get super... They, Their slavery was hella fucked. It yeah. was just like, throw them into well, the fire, that, practically. Yeah, and in South America in particular, a lot of the revolutions that happen, happen everywhere but Brazil, and on the basis of emancipation of enslaved people, which Brazil loves because... If you're an enslaved nation, you like knowing people can leave who don't want to be enslaved. Because what's the other option? And I'll give you a hint, it's murder. Yeah. Like, those are those are your two options for freedom a lot of times. And so, like, in Haiti... Pre yeah, I would have gone for murder, like, frequently. I would not have made it very far in a system where I'm actually a slave. What you're saying is that, like, highly fascist and controlling states rely on there being more lax states around them? Yeah. Oh. Oh. So what you're saying is that Wait. we actually end up propping those regimes up because we don't hold them accountable. Are you saying that it, that it, there's an incentive for places with lots of money and power to destabilize other countries? And that's a novel some, idea. Some I kind of no, profit motive. Hear me out. What I if you had a, an extrajudicial like branch of your government that could, you could just send in to fuck shit up? That'd be crazy. Uh, you get here's what I do know. Things are wild. Hey, in, I don't know if you've heard this yet, but America! Fuck yeah. yeah. Sushi! <laughs> Unrelated note, America. Um, Haiti, <laughs> Haiti, for example, has a, a higher percentage of enslaved people to enslavers. It's like 90 to 10, right? America's in, in enslaved areas, it's roughly 50-50. But in Haiti, they also have communities of unenslaved people who have liberated themselves, free, free people who live on like the crappiest portions of the island because you're like, I would rather you run away to there than stage an uprising. Surprise, it doesn't work. 
Yeah, Haiti is the first uh, yeah, slave, yeah, like the first free state. Yeah, and and America is like super hateful about that because <laughs> we don't want that news to spread to our coast. And it ends oh yeah, up, no, no one wanted that news to spread, so we all shut out yeah. Haiti financially and, and, forever. And Haiti, we can do an episode about it sometime, you <laughs> guys, because they defeat. They defeat the like shitty whites that are there. Then they defeat the British, and then the Spanish, and then Napoleon, and the United States. And like, really, a lot of their economic troubles now are because they're like, we fought fucking everybody on the planet. We are dead ass broke from like not dying, like being. It's it's safe. Hear me out. Movie that is about Napoleon Bonaparte, but John Hader plays Napoleon Dynamite as. Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> I hate it, but it's already. Dynamite it sounds kind of ideal. It sounds like a. a poor I mean, this sketch. sounds like a pretty good SNL sketch. I'd I'd watch the whole movie because you know sometimes you just need to turn your brain off, <laughs> and this sounds like one of those. You guys ever seen Sharp's Rifle? Wait, did you say those Bill? were not words? You guys ever seen Sharp's Rifles? <laughs> I'm so sorry, but the, <laughs> that was so fucking mean of me to say it like that. <laughs> you mean so but those did not come out as Sharp's Rifles? Yeah, it's what uh, is it? <laughs> so it's based on a series of books, and basically where like Horatio Hornblower is about Napoleonic War and on the naval side, and they're like fictionalized. Uh, Bernard Cornwell wrote uh, Sharp's Rifles, which is about the land war against Napoleon, mm. okay. and it's, but the series stars uh, Sean Bean. He's like oh. young and dreamy Sean Bean. Scene Bean. Scene. Sean Bean. Yeah, all of those. And, yes. And he's wearing, he always wears like this smart uniform and he's like muscle. That sounds and nice. It's really good. And at the end he like finally sees Napoleon who's kind of like been his so, like, metaphorical enemy across no, the like, Spanish. Growing up was a book your best friend? Okay. <laughs> Numbers for me. So I get it. I get it. I was just checking. I was like, so people clearly weren't in the, in the scenario. Well, <laughs> cats. Cats. Well, yeah, cats. cats are great. Cats, cats for are sure. Great. Also, cats if, for sure. we'll make sure you spend some time with Harriet. She's just sleeping on a That's, pile of clean laundry right now. It's, it's being a bitch. It's wonderful Typical. finding out all the, all the specific ways my friends were neglected as kids. No, that's not okay, just neglected. Scene Bean or Sean Bond. Which Both. One no, no, no. You can't pick. It's you Sean can't Bean. pick. It's because Sean that Bean. would rely on one of those rules being the the, 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 the the defining factor, but they're clearly not. But when you read the name, which one do you do? I still say Sean Bean because I grew up with a Sean and I eat a lot of beans. <laughs> You know, Sean Janzer. It's unfortunate. Shout out to Sean Janzer. He used to strong arm me in the lockers in high school. I don't think he deserves a shout out. Oh no, we're still friends. One time we almost accidentally stole a dog. Why I, hang on, either almost or accidentally is incorrect No, both things happened. I mean, I didn't want to steal the dog. That was not the goal. We were very drunk on Beer 30 Ice. Have you heard of Beer 30? It's a generic beer. And this was the ice version. So just imagine like the shittiest malt liquor. That means it's more alcoholic. Because like Ice House is super alcoholic. If if beer has ice at the end, it's more alcoholic. I did not know that. Loco doesn't have ice at the end. Yeah, well, that's not a beer. I felt felt the hangover and the dry post-bombing taste in your mouth. It it is is a horrible beer. So we were drinking a bunch of that. It was in Missoula. It was really snowy. And like that kind of like, it's snowing out. So everything's silent when you're outside. So we went out for a walk and there were two dogs out going pee in someone's yard and we were trying to pet the dogs but one of the dogs kept on edging out the other dog so you couldn't pet it so i picked that dog up through the fence and then i ended up dropping it outside of the fence and then i had to pick the dog back and throw it up in there so i almost accidentally stole a dog should have full-on stole a dog and no i i barely can handle having a cat i respect that so i know i'm not there have we caught up all on slavery no 
Uh, so, <laughs> so eighteen twelve is when in they decide. In true white person fashion, well, we are so done with this. Okay. No. No, well, <laughs> no, I just want to know where we're at because I'm almost ready to probably start doing some of the ribs, and then I got to make the potatoes and the broccoli. Okay. So Haiti is an important reference because after Napoleon loses in Haiti, he decides to do the Louisiana Purchase. We purchased I'm Louisiana. So yeah. His big plan was initially to conquer Haiti and then pivot that. into the Americas and do, Ameri do, do what he did in Europe in America, but then he lost at Haiti. So he was like, fuck it, I'll sell Louisiana. The Louisiana Purchase Louisiana. leads to Fast. the Missouri Compromise. Popeyes. Right. Basically, what happens? I'm That's ignoring their logo. You at this point. And, and the and well, the it's like one of their catchphrases: Louisiana, fast. Core discovery. Yeah. You, oh yeah. We did no. that in the yeah. yeah. Well, no, we did. We just did an episode about Lewis and Clark. Exactly. Because we went to the interpreter center with my dad. But when he's so old, he is. Dad? He was actually Lewis seventy-four. Yeah. He was there for the Louisiana purchase. No, my dad's read the journals twice. Okay. He's a fucking history nerd. He loves all that kind of stuff. So it was so great to go with. We go with uh, Pat. Speaking of me nerding out. So the the Louisiana Purchase happens. We start figuring out the issue is before the Louisiana Purchase, most of the uh, slave and free states are at parity. So there's like a roughly equal number. As we start admitting new states in the union, that starts changing the balance of power, especially in the Senate and or the House of Representatives, depending upon how many. This people was the have. original gerrymandering. It sounds like. Yeah. yeah so what happens much. is they agreed to admit California as a free state which will make it so that there are like two more free states or something. As part of the Missouri Compromise, they'll be like, we'll let ne Nebraska and Missouri and a couple of others decide their own fate when they become states. But most importantly, if from now on, after this point, which is about 1820, with the Missouri Compromise, yes, um, they, they say, hey, we can send slave catchers into free state because some of the roots of early policehood and early marshalhood are chasing down yeah. black people who had most, most of, yeah, yeah, right yeah. most I, I like say, i know i it's just there's a lot of people uh, when you bring that up try to say like up uh, for northern states oh that's not no we were northern uh, states da, 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 and it's like no, we slave, slave catching country. went all the way up yeah. i promise you that yeah and what? that was a huge part of Law enforcement. What, Sorry, Pat. No, 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 you're fine. Because what happens is, so you, before this, you run away to the north. You have some protection in that your community isn't legally obligated to help, but they're also not legally obligated not to help. You know what I mean? So they, they're not... To send you back or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. What happens with the Fugitive Slave Act is when you, if you know I'm free or I've run away and freed myself, you're now committing a crime if you don't report me. Because you're an accomplice. Oh. It's like how a cop has to tell you he's a yeah. cop. And so you are correct. Like, you're correct. <laughs> you're, you're correct. Is it history that makes me drink or is it Rochelle? No. <laughs> Why not both? Yeah. Waggity schmaggity do. Fucking no so the, the, the history of policing, a lot of it comes from people volunteering to walk the streets and make sure there aren't enslaved people escaping and or planning insurrections. There are constabularies, which are a whole... We'll do more of an episode on it's police It's a Doctor history. Who thing. Yeah. It's complicated. Well, well, actually, <laughs> a, 
lot of a lot of modern American police history starts with these guys called thief catchers over in London who are basically extortionists. They find your, they steal your property, and they're like, "I found the guy who stole your thing. How about twenty? But I'm really bad British accent. But how about you give me twenty bucks? Why so, governor? Yeah. Like, why are we all Cockney? What is happening? This is here? very bravophobic. Chim chimney, <laughs> chim chimney, chim chim tree. I always sound like I have a cold. Okay, but what you you are correct in that when you uh, the no, I'm trying to figure out if any of them have liquid left. So when when slave, I believe in you when Clean slave them. catchers go north before the Fugitive Slave Act, there are instances of people uniting in a city to keep a person do, liberated. Do any of them then get tarred and feathered? That ends up happening more often than not in the South if they find out you are sympathetic to abolition. God damn it! Uh, in fact, there's a lot of people who will, they, they will just say, hey, I think slavery is bad in conversation. And then tar and then, feathers, tar feathers. There's one Which, dude, by the way, tarring a person alone. Kills them. Is just yeah, you a will nightmare. Die. You will die. Like, it, it is a death sentence. And then, and then there is one story, at least in one of the books I read, of somebody who, like, was literally the town was like they had the rope or they tar feather have rope around neck and do that tree and they're like well you can leave town if if you want like you don't should we continue or do you want to leave town so he leaves his pregnant wife because he's like i i would very much like to not die can he survive i guess so yeah because wow because i assume tar well, would you when you have that many first well, like third degree burns when there's no antibiotics but you can you can have lighter tarring like there's there's like fucking oh and they just pitch. tar your toesies no like you can you you can have like boiling tar versus like this is just fucking not, not oh a like pine sap yeah shit okay like that. so it's like or at least it's like it's like they're giving you still a brazilian yeah, but, but they don't pull it off but they're still boiling tar and covering you in it but it's not necessarily maybe the shit that's caustic tar like well no but like if it's know. boiling that I, would burn you if it's stuck to your you skin cool you haven't worked in enough kitchens it sounds I'm, like i'm that. not i'm not a tarring and feathering expert or apologist i just know sounds like we need to do some research yeah we can have we a needed a, an expert if uh you'd like to we're not streaming why do i keep doing that <laughs> too, too yeah but they could be looking later <laughs> too important point things at it. listen uh, to be respectful, you point with your hand, not your finger. To, uh, oh, well, you're a piece of shit. Yeah! So. <laughs> These nuts! You guys keep talking. I'm just going to look at the ribs. Okay. Oh, I did it after I... Two <laughs> really important events that I l I'd like to highlight before getting on the Emancipation Proclamation and ending the slavery half of the episode. Uh, first thing is an event called the Caning of Sumner. Uh, there's a guy, uh, a senator. Did he like it? No. Oh. Uh, his name was Sumner, his, his last name, I know that's a surprise. Uh, fierce abolitionist, speaks out against it on the floor of the Senate, if it's the Senate he's in. But uh, another guy beats him into a coma with a cane because he, because they consider it unhonorable to even bring up abolishing slavery in the South. And so when uh, Sumner basically says this other dude's bill is bullshit uh, and people should be free, this other guy's like, his honor is taking umbrage with that and I shall beat you with a cane. I don't know why he bounced there, but <laughs> pretend I can do accent. The guy who beat him ends up getting cane sent to him for the rest of his life as a, like, thanks for telling it what Ford abolitionists. Wow. And, like, nobody stops him either on the floor. Like, like the people wow. that are against it are also like, well, he shouldn't have said something. Like, it was his fault for, for, for speaking up. That's, and he, Sumner is one of those dudes that's in that position of, like, came from a state that had slavery and was like, cool, now I have to own people to fight against. 
to fight against slavery. Uh, Pat's just real mad, guys. Another, He's another, real passionate. I am, because this shit pisses me off. As it should. Because uh, the other second important one before Civil War crap is uh, Bloody Kansas, uh, Bloody Nebraska, sometimes Bloody Kansas, Nebraska. Basically... Uh, the Bloody Senate. Kansaska. Yeah, basically the the represent the, the elected officials are like Kansas and Nebraska will get to vote on whether they are free or slave state, which sends super slave uh, pro slavery radicals, which is a thing, to Nebraska and Kansas, and also sends radical abolitionists there to vote against it, which leads to guerrilla warfare yep. between abolitionists and pro slavery people. Uh, in these conflicts, John Brown loses, I think, one, maybe two kids. Uh, and it is it is basically the Civil War before the Civil War. Uh, and there's a bunch of instances of towns being uh, tarred and feathered. They end up holding, if I remember right, like three elections. And at one point, there's two democratically elected uh, uh, governments. So they have like a Senate and a House of Representatives and shit. And another Senate and House of Representatives and governor. And they, they go to fight. And the, the other part is the president's like, well, it's all... They can sort that out. I, I, it's, it's better let people decide these things. I don't want to interfere. I don't want to. And this is really where meddling big government, the right comes from. <laughs> Listen, leave it up to states. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, can, they can duke it out. We don't give a shit. The, the, the important, the cool part of the uh, thing that happens because I'm not going to qualify it. John Brown's kids dying uh, in this event is definitely the thing that radicalizes him. Uh, it's pretty easy to argue, at least. The thing that radicalizes him from, we should maybe make war in Virginia, and let's continue to strategize and find a good plan to, fuck it, Virginia burns. And, like... I which, mean, I'll call that cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, here I come. Well, he'd been, like, talked out of it. Like, he was super into his raid uh, on, like, a military base to get weapons and shit. And he was going to start, like, a guerrilla attacks against plantations to free people. And basically, a lot of people are like, your tactics could have worked. Because if you grab and slave a handful of people, run away, find a place to hide, train them to be... Uh, then force. you have more army. Yeah. What John Brown wanted to do was like, no, we'll free them and they will immediately be ready to fight at the next plantation where we will do the next thing. Oh, that's not how that works. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But John Brown don't believe that. Uh, today's not about John Brown as 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 much as. But are we going to get into the part right before his planning his raid where he's gathering allies and Harriet Tubman is there? That will be in the episode. Yeah. All right. Because cool. there is a there is a cool Marvel's Avenger moment where yeah. like there is a very strong possibility you get like Doug or, 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 or Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, and John Brown in the same building under the same roof at one moment in history. And like, fuck yeah, that might that would that would be my time travel. Let's go back. Like, let's go. I'd like to see that moment. Um, They're trying to gather allies. Yeah, uh, and and build up money, which will be a common yeah. thing. Uh, and that's uh, brown brown radical actions are definitely what terrify the South into thing. The South basically convinces itself from from uh, John Brown that there are more John Browns in waiting all over in like Virginia or wherever and they're gonna come and that's part of why when Lincoln gets office they're like we're out fuck it because they they they've got they've got Obama and they've got uh, John Brown like I know Lincoln isn't Obama but it's very similar and, no, vibes I know lawyer from Chicago we can we can we can we can have a conversation about their similarity as a Lincoln Douglas debater that's offensive am I being very loud in the kitchen no, or is good. it super distracting no. okay I'm gonna keep listening, but start the potatoes. Yeah, I do have ADHD, don't. Okay, so, 
I just wanted to do that. And it's up to my 20 year old coworker. You are a monster. <laughs> I tried to avoid one part, I hit the other part. Oh my god. Oh. I was Can so proud. Can I not use a power bank? <laughs> Apparently not. To <laughs> power all these mics. <laughs> I've been so proud of you. Oh, Harriet, hey, it's like you okay? Oh, Harriet. Hey, Let me put it under your chair. Hold on, wait. Step on. I'm so sorry. Michelle, while you're up, can I have a tea? Please. Oh, my sweet baby angel who never does anything wrong. Except be it. <laughs> and she's a butthole, but I'm a butthole, so it's all my fault. <laughs> Look at how chonky she's getting. Did you notice? Is, is she? Yes. Okay. This is chunky for her. Sure. Well, so they found out she has hyperthyroidism, which means that she just burned, was burning through everything, so she was super hungry all the time because she wasn't getting enough. Aww. There's no cookies for you, Harriet. These cookies are for us. There. I'm sorry. Can I have a tea? Yeah, which one do you want? Uh, green tea. Can I also have a tea? Just, yeah, which one do you want? Did you ask for a green one last time and I fucked it up? That's fine. God I'm damn it! Is that a yes? Grabbing two. You fuck it up. Doesn't matter to me. Just saying that Corey drinks all the ones like I picked one flavor I like that he doesn't really drink, but what usually ends up happening is he'll drink all the red. He drinks a lot more canned thing I do. No, I'm the same way. And I wanted that last raspberry. <laughs> look, the, the look on my face was the realization that I have an energy drink. Fruit salad. Fruit salad. Let me run the water. In my the tummy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're, we're so, going anyway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, while he's chewing, uh, while, <laughs> when they were first, back, going back, when the United States was first forming, and the, the South was like, hey, slavery, or like, we're, we're not joining this. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, what if we move the capital from New York in the North to Maryland in the South? Oh, I didn't realize that. Because Washington, I mean. That, may, that makes sense. I thought it was Do just Do I know where Maryland is? It's... In the South, relatively. It it's, is. it's like right in the middle, actually. Which yeah. will come up in Harriet Tubman's story because it's ju it's the north of the South and it's the south of the north. Yeah. So it's like right by where Virginia is, if I remember right, like just north of it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like Maryland and Virginia touch each other and I that, that is the South. Like the, the South, of, anything south of Pennsylvania, essentially south. I just assumed it was because there was like so many Virginian presidents that they were like, oh, this is where we do it. Because I know... I mean, that might be part of it, too, but... They did. Like, New York didn't participate in, it, or, or it cuts back its participation in the slave trade, but Wall Street is still a location that's, like, created exclusively to buy and sell enslaved people. That's where it begins at. Right. You had a shame. And actually, what's in... And a massive wall that separated the uh, Dutch quarter of the city. Uh, the Dutch quarter of New York from everybody else. And... That, that's also, we had a lost episode about Washington Irving, and like, he was like America's first historian, and also like, part of what he did to do that was collect stories from the Dutch people and the German pe people that came afterwards, and the German one. Anyway, an important thing about, uh, uh, about actually that north-south divide is when you are further north as an enslaved person, a common threat is that you will be sent south to worse condition, and you're also further from freedom as that happens, because like, in theory, once you pass whatever the Mason-Dixie line is, then then you're, you're, or whatever the line is, I don't know, you're, you're not an enslaved person. After the Fugitive Slave Act gets enacted, you need the country in order to be safe, and that's why there's so many, uh, you'll hear about so many 
uh, enslaved people or members of the Underground Railroad who go into Canada. And why Canada gets such a... It ends up becoming much like how Haiti has that portion of the island where enslaved people run away to. Canada becomes the option to a slave revolt. Because it's like, well, if they get in Canada, they're not killing us. At least. Like, so maybe we lose out, but we can keep enough people enslaved that we benefit. When bloody Kansas happened and Lincoln gets in office, basically the, the southern states convince themselves that they're going to be forced to lose a system that nobody was going to force them to lose. One of the, the kind of common arguments that a lot of people who want to be sympathetic to the South will make is they'll be like, oh, the system was on its way out anyhow. But like there's every indication that it, was, it, it would be going on without interruption. Because if you can make other people do shit for you for free... Poor girl. Sorry, Pat. No, you're fine. It's just, it will always be cheaper to pay somebody, I won't kill you, than money. Like, yeah. that, that's just that's just the, the reality of it. So there's no incentive to get rid of the system. But they were convinced through a lot of paranoia. And, like, the thing that always strikes my head, too, is, is with that, they thought they were doing the, the correct thing, is it's very much like a abusive parents not not to for not, sure not, i heard a lot of corollaries yeah not <laughs> to pre- i'm doing this because i love you yeah no well no that is a thing that is commonly said about enslaved people is, no you're I doing them you. a fucking favor yeah that oh. like that's the dude that i talked to in college we were doing black people a favor by owning them and part of that that thing i was talking earlier about you can be manumitted or or freed at a certain age well part of the reason don't you maintain elderly slaves is because you don't want them to be out in the cold and alone and die it's just it's just better if they're in your house but every you can day. also squeeze more labor out of them in the process what does that have to do with the fact that they would die without oh I, i'm sorry i forgot that this was about you and not the person you owned yeah thank you very much that was so fucking rude of me how dare you that was why a scene didn't called, i center the appropriate person in this conversation that was a scene called american history all of it. Uh, Harriet likes to lick terracotta pots, so I just leave one out for her. Oh, the, I'm the, such a great person. You do highlight a thing that a lot of people will be like, well, women weren't as bad. A lot of the way a free southern or, or, or a southern white woman could gain power was through ownership of other people. That was a property that they were allowed. That was a form of property they were allowed to own. That they could. That, I'm fine. That they could. Uh, uh, I know you hate my cat. I it's do. fine. She's racist. No, it's, she is. That's a, a form of labor control that they still have, and they can still make money by <laughs> renting out their enslaved people. And oftentimes, when you're figuring out a dowry and bullshit, it's based on how many enslaved people your wife can bring into the relationship. Again, going back to George Washington and being like, a bunch of these were hers. They're they're hers until 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 she doesn't need help anymore. Listen, I'm just worried about her. The Wait. important person. Yeah, and I mentioned watching Emmett, uh, watching Tilda, or maybe I did, whatever. I watched Till with my, my adopted mom the other night, and, and the actions that lead to Emmett Till's so, lynching. Yeah, are this is no a movie specifically about Emmett Till. I did not know that when Carrie first brought it up, so oh. I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. It sounds traumatic, but. It was. Oof. It's worth watching, like, the lead. It's weird because, like, you know exactly what's going to happen, and so it's much more about how they, how they do what you know they need to do. That makes it kind of interesting, I think, to me. That's the, that's <laughs> no, how she I, knows you have treats. Uh, but Emmett Till's lynching goes all the way back to white women being able to say, I own this person, but I'm threatened by them, so I can't get rid of them. Which is, again, a thing we see today in certain factions of America, where it's like, well, 
I I can't get. Uh, I lost my train. Well, of so it's the metaphor that our prison system would argue is that we're keeping them in here to protect you. Yeah. And that's not what they're doing. They're keeping them there for a paycheck. And yeah. what for are, free labor, really. And I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. There probably are people who need to be removed from general society. But I don't think we've done a very good job of figuring out who those people are. Because Elon Musk is still at large. And that conversation. Thank you. The, I don't even know what it says, but I'm assuming it's right. The 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 conversation of and I lost. I'm sorry, Pat. No, the 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 white women tears. They're so powerful. No, it's about dowries. The amount of slaves you own goes into who you are. Like Washington's wife got to keep oh, all oh, those yeah, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weaponizing. Uh, the, thank you. It, the way we see the right. That was it. That was the one time you get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the way. Otherwise. Before I lose can't it. Can't count on you for go, shit. Go, 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 before go. I lose it. The way the right manages to be like, hey, we are the victims, and hey, we are the victorious simultaneously has its roots in the ability to say we own these enslaved people in part because we're terrorized terrified of them that they might revolt against it's a similar victim and victimizer mindset that you can really only get when you are just well, the yeah. worst kind I of person. mean it's like fascism it's like how Jews are simultaneously the most dangerous population yet also the parasite of all of us it's like how can we be a th- how can Jews be a threat and also underneath your foot at all times so really anybody Trump talks about no absolutely I mean I just think I think in regards to anti-semitism because I feel like there are people who would say they're not racist but then if you bring up Jewish people they're like oh oh you mean the ones who control the media yeah sorry and it's not that I think they're separate but I think it's like for some people there's straight up a schism where they can't connect anti-semitism to racism like or anti-islamophobia shit like that they don't realize all like, of that I'm not under a racist, the same irrelevant. But... I'm not a racist. Well, yeah, it's like that bit in uh, Austin Powers where he's like, "I'm not racist, but the fucking Dutch," you know, <laughs> like, well, which I get. Well, one of the but you know that's a white people thing. People yeah, we're intolerant to other. Well, if you uh, here's, here, if you asked a lot of these people that a lot of enslavers, they would tell you they are not racist. They would tell you they're doing it for good, as we said, cor- correct reasons. I'm keeping these people and, occupied. Idle hands are the devil's playpen. Yeah. And, and and it's my duty as the superior race. One of the things in their bullshit race science magic stuff is that white people just can't do the labor. We're just we're just not good at the labor. Our job is to do the thinking stuff. We do the thinking and the cleaning and the raping. You guys do the the stuff. We just do we just do the three things we do, right? That and also like I said though that 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 we're at a loss. I.e., they're gonna make us get rid of slavery. Uh, but at the same time, we're the most powerful because like we are. An economic force. We are that the master m- race who can control other people and make such great things. Like look at these plantation houses with entirely too many columns. And that's how you set up. Uh, they're not load-bearing columns, Chris. No, but they're cool. It's but like that force comes half. And that's how you convince yourself to leave the United States. The amount of racism in that movie that yeah. I didn't know existed, yeah. and like even the stuff they're like trying to elucidate to you versus the stuff that's just baked in. Holy shit. I do like the soundtrack a lot. In the book, he goes to space with it. Yes, he does, and he lands on uh, uh, Raquel Welch. I'm sorry, that movie could have been longer? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I heard. I read the book in high school. (laughs) It was was pretty long. All right. Was that a two-part VHS? No. No. It was not the Titanic. I have it somewhere. It was not Titanic. You're absolutely right on that. That mindset Was Pearl Harbor a two-VHSer? I have no idea. I think VHS was going by that. That does have Ben Affleck. Fuck off about Ben Affleck. God. 
Baffleck. I'm sorry, I'm done, I'm done. The, sorry, Pat. The, that mindset of you are the victim, but you are also like the most powerful is what lets you be like, hey, we want to do a separate America, but equal. But I'm putting bump jokes there. Yeah. But with that, you get the Civil War, right, which comes the Emancipation As Proclamation. You do. The the issue is just like when Washington is doing the Revolutionary War and won't take enslaved people, in part because he's financially incentivized not to take enslaved people or tell them they can be free uh, after the war. Lincoln uh, does a similar thing where he's like, yeah, 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 no, we'll just figure out where to put them. We'll send them to Panama. That's one idea. Uh, we'll we'll maybe send them to Liberia or, or yeah Liberia that was the yeah, created yeah. country for enslaved folks yeah we'll we'll do that or or we'll figure out we'll give them a state that's a little bit further west and more in hostile territory or or maybe if we do let some of them into the armed forces we will extensively send them into the plains area that we're trying to conquer so there'll be a strict racial uh, conflict between don't, don't uh, black people on horses representing the United States government and the Sioux people who will come to call them buffalo soldiers as a as a no but that's relevant because right now didn't we just didn't Republicans just vote to keep um, people from other countries who serve for the US military citizenship I do not know I think yes. that just recently yeah. happened right where they're like nah just because you fought for our country, nah, you don't get to be an American citizen. Fucking what? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we did that actually to a good amount of people during like World War Two and shit too. How World War Two and shit too. How do you be in my army and not be in my citizenry? Oh my god, I know, right? Because it's well, just... all throughout history, that's how. Listen, you, you we learned the selfish rules, but also understood the things that you're like, no, you gotta like, you're gonna make them give up their whole lives, but you will give them something back if they make it out. But they're like, nah, we're not gonna do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna we're gonna create a loophole. <laughs> we're gonna say millions, millions, billions, really. It's it I'm sorry, it's so sad. See, this up. is. Why we? This is. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that you have me as a partner. I'm very bad at the money making part of this whole. Creation. Same. Pat and I are both bad yeah. at it. So we, we have freed every intern we've hired. We've been. We've been like actually. Harriet is right there. Yeah. Well, she doesn't care. She doesn't help. Well, she's free. She just talks about the ethno state a lot. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta mute her all, all right. the time. So the Civil War. It <laughs> happens. <laughs> um, for enslaved people, though, it's not necessarily a great thing. They do not know that it's over. Uh oh, we just go. You're fine. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> off so hard. I'm trying so hard. I knew. I did not mean to. I should have been a better friend. You're so mean. So with. For, for black people, at the start of the Civil War, it does not seem like it's going to be great for them on either side. There are numerous lynchings in the North that are finally racially motivated. Before this, a lot of lynching... How the fuck are there still places with lynching of their town? Because... Oh, but like, no, but bad. seriously. I, like, I the it. amount of times I see these addresses and these city names when I'm working at the UPS store or at my bank job, how the fuck do people still want those names to exist? I do not know, but I do know lynching before before the, the Civil War is oftentimes... It becomes more racially motivated as we get closer to the Civil War, but as the initial colonies did it, it was a thing to basically speak to power to be like because uh, you don't always kill somebody but you get them in the you you Wait, tar is it simping 
No, you tar and feather them and put them in the noose, oh, and you're okay. like, "Hey, do you want to keep being a dickish rich, rich guy? Do you want to do you want to keep being the worst person in so town?" So it was actually to hold power accountable yeah. originally, and then, but then it became a way to just kill because, black people. Because once you privatize, oh, because once you Apparently. privatize the police force, they're not they're there to protect you, not be a part of this. I hate it. And then once that happens, it becomes racially motivated mob crime, much like the first racially recorded lynching happens in New York because there's a draft of new Irish immigrants to America who are like, fuck it, we just got here, <laughs> or how Irish people sound. And they, they which is fine because they, they, they drag a kid through the streets and worse. Right, so like, because they're like, we don't want to I mean, go. Some kids just fair, not not freed black kid. No, uh, probably yeah, not. Yeah, so a lot of the north doesn't want to go to war over enslavement. A lot of the South refuses to acknowledge that it's enslavement in the future. At the time, the big thing that the they don't, anyone who's against the war in the South is either they're against war, government, blah blah blah. Oftentimes, though, they're also like. I'm against uh, uh, the, the people declaring the war and starting shit are the people in power with all the money. I'm one of that 30% that maybe rents and already thought slavery was a fucked up system, right? That's much more likely to be your southern dissympathizer, I guess. And in the north, you're much more likely to be like, I don't want to go to war over black... Like, yeah, like, I could just do nothing instead. Yeah. And that seems easier for my life. Which is why when the Emancipation Proclamation does happen, it is not to free enslaved people. It is a tactical maneuver to basically say, it, it, it's to let people, black people in the South know, at this point, if you leave from the South, we'll say you're free because everybody in, in a society, blah, 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 blah. It sounds like American appears. You're going to be American. You just have to overthrow and then act. Because slave states in the North that didn't secede got slavery until right around the the end of the war like until it's it's it, until it isn't states in the north get to keep it the other thing that's important about it is about the emancipation proclamation uh is that not only is it like a tactical maneuver it's a way to mess with the south and make it a political maneuver on the global state because congruously in europe you're having a lot of new republics and you're having a lot of kingdoms that have at least parliamentary monarchies so you're having people who have already gotten rid of enslavement at least on their continent of europe people who are already pro-democracy pro-civil rights and you kind of want to slaughter all the native americans so you can take their land and you can't have two you can't embarrass yourself both ways so like by saying hey we've ended slavery you also don't have to question your own imperialistic colonial march across continent you're gonna be like ah well yeah manifest destiny that's fine and it's kind of a more um another tactical maneuver too because i believe like england was pretty invested in, in the south seceding because yeah. they were kind of mad at this new republic so in framing it as no it's a political issue is specifically about slavery and, and here's this document it, it kind of like yeah. as you said on a global stage it looks bad for england to sub, to supply pretty a slave fucking states. embarrassing yeah. Yeah. britain yeah britain needed the cotton must be fucking awkward the cotton yeah. yeah britain needed the cotton hella bad because they're like the 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 naval power which you need rope for every part of a ship that's sails, not wood. yeah uniforms. sails 
Farms. Row. Yeah. <laughs> Buckets. And you, you also have Buckets. an industrialized nation that has a high demand for what will eventually become fashion. Uh, and so, like, American cotton is super important to What that. I do is fashion. Before, <laughs> what I do is not fashion. Turn to the left, turn to the right. Points. Before the Emancipation years. Proclamation, right. when the North does engage with the South and find enslaved people, they are called contraband when they are free because it's property that the U.S. government has reclaimed as far as they are concerned. There ends up being a number of com contraband camps and contraband colonies. Say that a couple of times fast. Contraband camps, couch colonies. <laughs> yeah, you fucked it up bad. Haley said I'm not here to say words are not what came out of your mouth. Like I did to fucking Charlie earlier. But these sites become bad uh, uh, the focus of violence af during and after the war as they are uh, groups of black people and everyone blames them for the war essentially. So if you end up setting a contraband camp in the South, you're likely to be visited by what will eventually become known as the the terrorist group that will eventually be known as the KKK. You could also just have a bunch of assholes from hey, town. Hey, according to the court. Southern Poverty Law Center, they're not a terrorist group, so... Okay, whatever. Uh, Wait, hey. does the Southern <laughs> Poverty Law Center... It's the FBI that doesn't count them. But the Southern Poverty Law Center, I think, does. But the FBI is like, are they a terrorist organization? I don't know. They're just like, yeah, they are. They just they, they just have fun outfits. They just have really fun outfits. Sorry, Pat. So, well, we already talked about how Juneteenth it w was kind of showed how the Emancipa uh, Emancipation Proclamation wasn't very effective because you literally have to send the army into some places to enforce so, it. And to let them know but that yeah, it even happened? Yeah, places that were, like, Texas wasn't really, a, my understanding, wasn't really much of a stage for the Civil War, but you still have to send the army out there because they're like, nah, we'll just, we'll just do a slavery and not tell you guys. We'll just Fucking do an, Texas. We'll just do an apprenticeship. And then afterwards, it's not like the systems you have set up are any better. You get the sharecropping system, which is, I own this parcel of land. You can rent it from me, so, so I get money from you that way. And then you have to sell me back some of what you fought crop, so I get some of it that way. And also, I'm in charge of counting the crop, and like it turns out you're short, and now you owe me a hundred bucks in addition to rent, oh. plus you know, the tools I gave you, plus I was charging you. So, so not that much different. You actually. Oh, you didn't me. hear about the service fee? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry they didn't tell you about the service fee. Or because of the way the Emancipation Proclamation is written, or what ends up becoming the amendments for it. Basically, if you're an imprisoned person, there's no limits on how much labor we can get out of you. And in cases of, like, I think it's Louisiana, apocryphal, but as soon as the Fusion Party, which is like this black-white super radical group of, of black and white people who want early civil rights, they didn't call it then, but eventually it would be civil rights. Anyway, once they're kicked out of Louisiana, enslavement basically comes back in through the prison system to the point where like yeah. prisoners are cleaning the, the fucking whatever their white house is, whatever the state capital is, and yes. in other places. And you, you it now Are we just talking about Shawshank Redemption? A little bit. God, I do love that movie. We <laughs> we already have our episode about how the South won, and at least in my opinion, the Civil War. They might have lost all the battles, but Jim Crow really kind of only comes about when you're like, we'll do a we'll do a subtle win. We'll we'll yeah. say we lost, but we're still gonna write the rule, which is you winning functional. Um, but it's important to note that like yeah, so there's there's KKK and terrorism in the South post slavery, right? In the North, obviously, because they're still there. Yeah, in the North, you get, like I said, similar groups that aren't organized the same way. They might just be the neighborhood vigilance committee. It might be the city's local mafia 
ends up take, taking an interest in making your life miserable. In the Pacific Northwest, we oftentimes just make sure you don't get to move here, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, laws written into yeah. the titles of houses. Laws written into the state constitution. And th this, th there's a complex argument and conversation to have that's maybe it's really not ours specifically. We can only have it about the difference between fair and equal uh, or, or, or freedom and fairness, right? Because giving somebody freedom doesn't deal with the trauma of bondage, doesn't deal with the trauma that gets inflicted on you from a person beating you to death. We mentioned how it reminds reminds both of us of being raised by an abusive parent. If you don't get help for that, you pass that on. And you, if nobody knows, like if everybody knows your trauma, the rest of the world treats you differently. There's a huge amount of tension between the Asian community and the black community, specifically because of a lot of our exported racism. And then we were like, hey, uh, Chinese people, you can be American if you hate the black people. Same way we did the Irish people. Like, like they're, they're, all of that has its roots back into slavery. Uh, an important conversation and distinction to keep in mind for people is the difference between uh, equal and equitable, right? Right. And that's, that's, that's super important for the conversation also about, um, what's that thing where we give them money? Reparations. I was like, shit. Right. That's, that's also a super important conversation for reparations. A lot of people would assume, like, like a lot of other poor white trash people are like, we shouldn't do reparations for black people because it won't, like, that's not fair. But at the same time, like, all of this shit happened. Like, like I want, I, I, want, I was going to end on pointing out, like, the, the importance of these people thinking what they are doing is correct. It's the same way a, a dad who hits you thinks that's the correct thing to do. It doesn't matter if he thinks it is morally good or bad. It doesn't matter if he thinks it is legally right or wrong. If he thinks it's correct, it just creates confusion and chaos. Oh, it's like how my mom thinks Janet Jackson is the one to blame for the Super Bowl halftime show. Like, but, but, but like, think about it that way. It's like how a majority of our culture still thinks someone ripping something off of her breast is her fault. And us seeing the thing that feeds babies is a bad thing. It's somehow traumatic. So it's like, I it, like it, I know a lot of us in modern society can't wrap our head around someone thinking that's correct. But just think about the things that people still think that are super fucking backwards and have no logic behind them. And that is that's why it's important for us as individuals, friendship groups and whatnot, to have these conversations and understand these things because we're able to look at the context and be like, oh yeah, this, this, maybe we should give black people some reparations. Maybe maybe some, something is owed from there. Like, like you don't get a Boston without black people. Like you, well, just, and you I, just don't. And to add to that, I think it's fair for us as white populations to specifically not know what that reparations necessarily means and look to black communities to tell us what that should look like. Because for us, we're still wrestling with our white guilt and the fact that our ancestors were partners to this shit that happened and so we're not going to really know how to figure out how to help people because we're still dealing with the trauma of knowing that we were part of it one of the things that blew my mind i'm a baby one of the things that blew my mind in pedagogy of the oppressed is the is the conversation about the oppressor can't unoppressed like, like that's not they they it's weird they aren't gonna understand how to do it and they don't have that power in that situation honestly the only thing they can do is say i'm gonna step back from oppression and we figure it out fairies ideas to figure out dialectically to be like look i know what i'm doing is bad and wrong and i can't be the party to decide how to de-escalate and change it that has to be on you the oppressed but it also has to be the oppressed decision. Because if I'm like, you, my enslaved person, are free, I'll stop by. That's, that doesn't heal your trauma. 
it doesn't account for my role in it. It doesn't account for the trauma I've inflicted on myself, even if I don't understand it. Because if I think things are correct, but they're morally wrong, and they're just not right, that's going to fuck with me in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, and viewing someone as not a person dehumanizes you yeah. and traumatizes you. And it teaches the people around you that thing. Because another reason why it's important to talk about white women's ownership of enslaved people and their role in that is you you do the thing you just said. Like, you... you what's the kind of thought? Sorry. Well, I mean, as, white, uh, as a white woman... I've learned, initially I learned that I needed to center my emotional needs in any conversation. But, as I've learned what an ally means, it means using my ability to help center other people in the conversation. But, as an oppressor, it's really hard to not get how to decenter yourself because you've never had someone tell you it's not all about you. So it's a, yeah, and that's why it's important for us as white people to have this conversation and not make it the labor of other folks and also who are directly affected. Well, I didn't get into it as much. It's also like fucking rude is kind of the way I've always thought about it to be like, hey, can you can you do all of this stuff for me? I, I would like to can talk. Can you tell about, me about your historical trauma? Yeah. Because there there are instances in a lot of this, like in reading Harriet Tubman's biography, for example, there's a dude who talks about how like you have to beat slaves because if you don't beat them, then they don't do what you say, and then the whole system's broke. And like he, the the way he expresses it is with the same simplicity that I would be like, will you get on the bus to go to the place that the buses take you, right? Like right. And because again, that he just thinks is correct. Correct. And well, yeah, like, you make sure people can't pay back their credit cards because you make more money on them being in debt than then being a healthy credit user. And there's there's a, a literary device called the death of the author. The example I, kn- I heard it most famous with, I think, is Lindsay Ellis talking about Harry Potter. But the constructive theory literary... That's J.K. Rowling, in case you were wondering. And Harry Tubman, Harry Potter, same person. Just like Harriet Tubman. Just like Harry Tubman. Just, Just like Harry Potter, yeah. you yeah, know? Which loops it all together. So inseparable using the the theory the death of the author <laughs> literary theory is you explore a work on its own without the context of the person who created it or the world at large so you look at harry potter as an object all by itself and you can extract whatever you want from that however that's not a full picture exactly. and that doesn't really enlighten you to the way she became famous how she kept growing and the historical ideology of where she was raised and how, she, and how she's weaponized that fame. like I the fact to... that the one one of the very prominent black ministry of magic characters his name is kingsley shacklebolt uh, i'm laughing but i'm like i didn't you didn't know that part you're welcome I, I, I don't do names even in books. Like I'm like, hey, okay, this worry. is that person. A girl who is like coded as Scottish, but her ancestry is uh, Chinese. Her name is Cho, Cho Chang. Chang. I remember that part. Um, so like... Might as well just gone. And boy, I grew up white enough that all of that just went right past yeah. me. But now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you named a black guy Kingsley Shacklebolt. But, Where did that come from? Yeah. And like all and, the other names were very obviously or vaguely, if not overtly racist. Well, she also gets to the side that Dumbledore is gay, which adds to the campus. Yeah, but after the fact, the thing is is that most diversity in that book that, no, is add after yeah. the fact. Yeah. After Don't when, let that match. Don't like that match. But when Cursed Child came out the play and Hermione was cast as a black woman and she, and she's like, oh yeah, well if you read, she's got really curly frizzy hair, so I was actually coding her and it says like... And it's in like, the, did you though? In the book it did says no, she had very pale skin. And like, I mean, she could be a pale black gal. 
But either way, she did not code her as a black character. She did not write many black characters, and especially not many black characters with any sort of depth. When Let alone, there were no queer people, and she just put that in after the fact. Yeah. When people yeah. look Poop at face. history and they try to define the current age as post-racial, they are very much doing a death of the author to history, right? Listen, we can't hold these people to the same standards as we have right yeah. now. Because no one at that time thought slavery was bad. No one thought slavery was bad back then. That's a new thing. Other than the That's guy... That's a new thing. Other than the guy who went to war with Virginia with a broadsword. Other than Jesus that guy. Yeah. Or the fact that there were people writing letters to the Pope about how fucked up it was that we were enslaving people. <laughs> oh, but if they're writing letters the to the Pope... The Pope will fix it. The Pope will fix it. <laughs> if they're writing letters to the Pope, that means they're casts. <laughs> <laughs> not doing death of the author to history is important that's why we have these conversations yeah. that's why we do this that was that was the end of of this of of this page how do how do Sorry. we feel kids about about slavery about what how do how do we feel how are we feeling guys how are we you ready well, for what may be another seven hours in general it we, was bad <laughs> is bad do you have any closing bits i guess for because i'm done with do the slavery closing report. remarks or? so i'm gonna edit this as two pieces myself so, so. i would say so like no, do you ever get feedback about episodes that pat and i are on and they're like they're the worst we no because people don't we don't yeah, get no, no feedback. No, I don't pitch. I don't pitch. I, yeah, I mean, I I have an email address. Do we get stuff on the Facebook? Not really. Oh my god! So I hadn't looked at Facebook in over a week, and then I got on and I looked at my notifications. One of my notes: Hey, make sure to respond to comment. Your fans know that you're. Oh jeez. And I'm like, this is my personal page. This isn't even like a professional it's only account supposed or an to say that on like, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I know you. I know you probably have deciphered that I do stand up and. I'll, things but i've never made this like a celebrity or like hey just my personal page i've had 2006 it was really weird i unplugged the my, carrie gave me an alexa and i unplugged it because it sent me a note that said we hear you coughing would you like reminders the to drink fuck? water and i was like nope 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 unplugging putting you <laughs> that that's nuts yeah. we only have one in the bathroom and we have one over there but it's Almost consistently. Well, I think unplugged. it's because I never use it except as an alarm clock, and they're like, "No, we have so many other ways to mine your data. Why I, don't you?" I listen to podcasts with it, Bob. Yeah, I'll do. There help a, over that. I'll do it as a speaker sometimes, but it's not. It's not. But I don't like leaving it on very often because I don't trust him. Uh, I get lucky because I think Chelsea would just leave the one in the kitchen plugged in all the time yeah, if it was Google an option. One. Um, but I like having two other things plugged in there. Yeah. The air fryer, and I don't remember what the second it's is. It's that oil warmer. Oh, see, that's not even The me. infuser? That's no, it's it's like a... Essential it, oil. Yeah. It's, it's like a I mean, warming plate. It's technically plate, an infuser. But it's, uh, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. And it's like a, it's yeah, oogie. it's like Oogie Boogie. With oh, that's like, cute. It's a, yeah. And then underneath the cabinet further in, it's got a gingerbread man, uh, thing for sex. Nice. Um, so... So no, about slavery, <laughs> it sucks, is I guess our answer. Is there, is there any, was there anything you guys didn't know that, that came this time, or, or anything I didn't cover that you think it's important for people to know that you, you've heard or know? Because, I mean, uh, talking about the, the institutional part of it when you were, or, you know, building the, the actual infrastructure to support this, we could talk about the, um, um, the plantations like in Mississippi where like specifically uh, it, even until the turn of the century there were people <laughs> living there and growing up there it's specifically like muddy waters and like a lot of those early blue artists blues artists were kind of there in Mississippi still living on plantations well past slavery was had ended because sharecropping goes on into the early 1900s even after people figure out what a scam it is 
if you're caught in a scam, you're never going to leave the scam. Like, 1900s, 20th century. Or, or sorry, yeah. 1900s. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just... That is, that yeah, is those things century. always yeah. throw me off, so I have to double-check what actually, numbers That's why I try to make it a point to say the hundreds instead of the century, but every once in a while, I feel fancy. <laughs> the one, it's always the one before. It's 18. No, I know. I 1800s is the 19th century, because there's no century zero. At the start of the first century in year one. Well, and I mean, it's always important to note that there's rich families who will, like, bring someone in and hold their passport and the, just, like, own them and keep them in, like, happens. a room in their house. Like, that still I mean, happens, still, there's too. A lot of, there's a lot of really rich people. A rich person. I'm totally owned. Uh, there's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of instances. One of the most common instances of human trust still for a person to come to America and they become your servant until they can pay back what you they owe you for helping them leave wherever they... And you, like, you charge them rent, too, because you don't want someone to take advantage of. And you know what? They might as well take their meals at your place, too. In fact, why don't you never leave the house? Because like, you know, America's a scary place. I'm really interested in thinking more, knowing more about the au pair the, oh, industry. The, the other thing I wanted to point out is the other reason it's important to have conversations about slavery is it's fucking ongoing. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Nestle still uses slavery for chocolate. Most of the conditions as far as making our phones go. Odds are any given article of clothing we have was oh, made through enslaved absolutely. labor. If, if you have something that is fast fashion, meaning yeah. that it's really reasonably priced and you just bought it like a store online, that was almost definitely either done by slave labor or the modern equivalent, which is sweatshop labor. So like your sheen hauls, Shane, Shine, Sheen, Sheen. all of that kind of shit. Like, no matter what you're buying, it is not being produced ethically unless you are paying a price that a rich person can afford. And that's my other, that was the other reason I wanted to have the car conversation I had is... And even if, but sometimes if a rich person can afford... It's still fucked up. Well, well, people will be like, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. And then, like, that's the end of the statement. And I'm like, no, that's that's the that's the thesis statement. And then you need to have some fucking extra, like... like I will say, after. though... Yeah, yeah, can... Uh, my, my, my Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Not offhand. I just know it's a thought-canceling cliche I hear No, that's not a thought-canceling cliche. I'm just saying that... I've learned that just because of where I'm at financially doesn't mean that people directly above me or even a few steps above me have much more control than I do. No, I, and I can and, accept that. I and just... so what I'm saying <laughs> is that there are plenty of car owners out there that like, sure, they may not be engaging with you in this conversation in a way that you find fruitful, but they're not the car owners that are really fucked up. They're not the people who never give their car to someone else or offer to give a ride. You know, it's the kind of guy who gets a motorcycle because he never wants to help someone move. I, I totally think if you presented most people with an alternative to cars, they would be on board with the system. Yeah. What I think the phrase, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism does. It's is a thought it, terminating cliche. Is, yeah, is it just lets people right. stop? At but that. Well, okay, I think it's also a break for people who could spend all their time pointing out all the ways that they are complicit in the system that they don't really have control in. It's kind of like, I don't think The Good Place is the best show ever, but I think it really does talk about the fact that a lot of the time, 
there are decisions, regardless of what you do, you're yeah. going to hurt someone, especially if you are in a first world nation, which is also a really fucked up term. But that's also, but to me, it's just, that's why you have these conversations. Exactly. Like, have the conversation. If the opportunity comes up that we can do something, if, there, if there's a fucking revolution, we should be the ones join, joining it, essentially. Yeah, it's, is, is, is it, it should be more shorthand. It shouldn't be like, like you're saying, thought term cliche. It should be like, oh, what do we do about that? Yeah. Oh, Okay, you you understand that too, so we can have a starting spot. Like, hey, you understand that under capitalism society, like we are all built into the system that is controlling us to a certain degree. You know, what do we do? How do we? You know, that's this. That should be the starting point. It's but it's getting people to that first point, and then we we just throw it out. You know, we hear people just throw it out there because they're like, well, you know, I'm you know I'm with you. I get it. You know, I'm just saying. All right. It's like okay, but what do you? Yeah, I'm just saying. All right. All right. Alright, we want to stop recording this part of it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel pretty done. Yeah, I'm <laughs> 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 <laughs